For y'all, it's like bringing a knife to a gunfight, pin to a test, chesting in line of fire with your thin best. You're bringing them boys to men, them boys pull in. This is grown man B.I. Get you rolled in the triage. Your reach ain't long enough, Dunny. Your peeps ain't strong enough. Rockefeller is the army, better yet the Navy. Kidnap your baby, spit at your lady. We bring knife to fist fight, kill your drama. We kill you, motherfucker. Ants with a sledgehammer. Don't let me do it to you, Dunny, cause I overdo it. So you won't confuse it with just rap music. ROC, we running this rap. MEZ, we running this rap. The Broad Street Bully, we running this rap. Get zipped up in plastic when it happens, that's it. Freak, wait, we running this rap. Owen Sparks, we running this rap. Chris and Nick, we running this rap. Check, 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 check. By the way, I don't care if you mob deep. I hold trigger to cruise. You little Fs, I got money stacks bigger than you. That's dope. You should write that down. I am. Right. I am. Uh, welcome to Beach Out Radio at Beach Out Radio. My name is Masai. I am JB, aka. Can you turn him up? You want the AKA? I got him. I got him. That's who I be tonight. We got him? Say that, say that again, JB. Yeah, JB, could you say that again? Yeah, I, I am JB, <laughs> a.k.a. whoever and whatever you want the a.k.a. to be. That's who I am tonight. You said it way better the first time. I okay. know. But well, louder the second time, <laughs> so we all right. Who else we got JB with us? Uh, DJ Nate the Great, Sweet. as always. Yeah. And uh, we have... One more person or two Sumo more people. Struce. Struce, you've been hanging out uh, a lot. Uh, did you get evicted or I don't know? Like, you, <laughs> yeah, you're in my car. If you need somewhere, you know, somewhere else to say, let me know. Thanks, I just man. walk in and you're just here. It's like, man. Yeah, it's you know, <laughs> it works. I, I cannot tell people things. Cool. Uh, you are your shirt. What is the pattern? You're wearing like a, a native indigenous American motif uh, shirt. It's, it's busy. I don't know what it's called. What know. are those? Okay. No, I'm only playing. <laughs> right, just got the socks matching too. Oh, not really snap. matching. Oh, oh I didn't actually intend does. for yep. that to happen. I peeped those socks earlier. They're very, I was going to say, Steve, you have very interesting socks Thank on you, today. Thank you. So wait, the, your socks coincidentally match your really... Yeah, totally not intended by any means. That's, wow, that's great. I noticed it as you were talking about them, and I hope nice. you wouldn't notice them. Yeah. So I figured I'll just take the offensive and call out <laughs> my, I, I, this my is, fashion this is what error. I think. Based on the fact that you're wearing socks that match your shirt yep. and you're always here, I think you're homeless mm-hmm. and you took a pair of like a curtain <laughs> and your whole outfit is made out of the last thing you ripped off the wall, which was curtains. Man. And now you're living out of your yeah. car and you just make, you just make clothes now out of curtains and sheets yeah. and stuff. <laughs> You've been watching way too much Making a Murder. You're too yes, good at this I'm whole investigator shit. <laughs> I've been making a murder. And he's been telling everybody that he's been airbnb in his house. Yeah, I really just got that. <laughs> yeah, they're still yeah. fumigating. I don't right. know. Yeah. I mean, who, like who knows it took four February. months? That's weird, right? <laughs> Crazy. Uh, we have another special guest with us tonight. Who are you? Yeah, yeah. I'm C. Graffiti. Beat Shots own. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Beat 
Shine. I'm very happy to have you here tonight. We honestly should have had you uh, on sooner. You are a member of the B Shot alum. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you've been working with us for you know for years. I mean, you you knew True before I did even 2007. You, yeah, and and just like, you just officially kind of joined the squad last year. Yeah. Uh, what the hell? What do you do? What have you been up to? What's up? Uh, you know, I've just been chilling, man. Like, uh, you know, over this last year, just been been dealing with family stuff, and then you know, matter of fact, I'm getting married in a few months. Uh, oh wait, 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 wait. Let, let me hope I get the right button. I know I, there's another button I could have been like nah that's, that wouldn't have worked uh, nah but you know I've been uh, I've been working on my, my album Aversion Therapy uh, I've been working on a, a duet album with Alex Defiant okay. um, you know we've just been putting at work uh, do, you, do you guys have a duet name or duo name or something or not yet man We're, we've been thinking about stuff but you know it's probably gonna end up just being something like Graffiti and Defiant or just you know sign okay. presents to come up with some silly name like Oh, cheese graters or something there, stupid. I don't right know. There. That's right there. Perfect. Print it. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, uh, speaking of cheese grater, that's actually a good hashtag. We can use that tonight to bother a celebrity. Did we decide what celebrity we're going to bother all episode long? Uh, last uh, week we bothered Quest Love. Yeah. Um, we can go right back to Quest Love. <laughs> you see, you guys are. I'm not, I, I'm I not feeling that I idea, man. I say Beyonce, seeing as she's like, just so riddled like, in the news right now. I want it to be so. How about Solange? Let's do Solange. Okay. Yeah, like, perfect. Okay. Yeah, because she's okay. not getting she any actually right now. Be, be monitoring her own her own Twitter. She's right. just waiting for something just to hang out on her Twitter. So that's what we'll do. So uh, we're gonna ha- we're gonna bother Solange all night. Uh, hashtag cheese grater for now. And then, just any questions you have to ask us, just also include Solange in the tweet. We'll just bother her all night long, and we'll see how this goes. We did this last week yeah. with Quest Love, and uh, it was pretty fun. So we figured we'll just pick a a B level celebrity every week and just bombard them with. Uh, but with Quest Love is not B level. That's true. Yeah, he is not. Yeah, for, not for man. us. He's not for the first round. <laughs> we we kind of. Up, yeah, now yeah. going forward, going, going forward. forward now. Now Solange is B level. Yeah, actually, tweet Solange. Ask her who has more followers, her or Questlove. I'm curious. Questlove has the most followers of any Twitter person, I believe. Or maybe that's nah, Instagram. nah. Like, Kate, he was for oh, a while Kate, for a long period. Yeah, for real. Oh, really? No, for a while. But I think Justin Bieber probably has more, but oh, he definitely he was in like the top five for a long really? time. Really? Okay. Yeah. Well, right. Whoa. Cool. Um, so yeah, welcome to Beach Shot Radio at Beach Shot Radio as always on Twitter. We have a lot of stuff we're going to cover tonight. Uh, two things we'd like uh, you guys at home to participate in. Uh, we've had people tweeting us about their stories passing out uh, so if you've ever fainted passed out blacked oh, out whatever yes. it is um, we're going to talk about that later on the night people have been tweeting us at Beach Shot Radio with the hashtag blackout just tell us uh, a time you passed out maybe the circumstances around it and I would like to stress that you keep these brief because I should have said that earlier but people have been sending these long strings of like 15 tweets back to back to back to back Chill. and I'm not reading them all I'm just going to the last one to see the part where you hit the ground <laughs> that's, that's all I want okay so I'll try and keep short one or two tweets uh, top uh, tops if you have to send more, send them to Solange. And <laughs> the uh, the other thing we're going to do tonight is a, a segment called Struggle Food. Uh, you can hashtag app, uh, Struggle Food at Beach Shot Radio. We're going to talk about questionable things that we've eaten uh, when we're either too broke or too uninspired to go get worthwhile food to eat. So this is like you have nothing left in your house and you're making like a sazon and wheat bread sandwich and that's it or whatever. Like struggle food. So uh, so we'll do that. 
<laughs> later on. That's not going to be a good sound. 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 You never have one? I have one. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Hashtag struggle food. All right. <laughs> um, but before we get into that, um, actually, I want to ask uh, Graf more questions since since you're our, our guest tonight. Uh, you oh, mentioned boy. you. Well, no, don't worry. It won't be anything horrible. Uh, you mentioned <laughs> you mentioned you're you're getting married. I actually got the invitation yesterday in the mail, and yep. people, you know, like people knew, and it was kind of like there were whispers around it. You know, like people people talk. It's like, <laughs> yeah. oh, I think it's things happening, and, and it's happening. So, um, how did the, uh, the, the tell me about either the proposal or how you guys picked the date, or you know, what, how are you feeling? Are you like nervous about it? What's what's up with it? You know, I'm not, I'm not nervous at all, man. I'm I'm actually really relieved and, and looking forward to it. You know, Tamara has been a really good job, kind of being the uh, the general, kind of like holding it down. Obviously, I, I do a lot of work to helping make this you know work happen too. But she uh, she's really been just a workhorse, man. She's um you know the, the way to how, how to kind of proposal happen. I guess you could say is literally I was at the house. I was talking with my folks. Um, I was telling my mother, I'm like, yo, I'm gonna ask this girl to marry me. Whatever, whatever. My mom was just like. Here's my first ring. Mm-hmm. Give this to her, and I was like, I can't do that. <laughs> like, I can't do that. That'd be that'd be so weird. Like, I, I gotta pick something out. And my my mother looked at me. She was like, You need to do this. Mm-hmm. So uh, we was out on the porch, and I just I'm mad awkward about stuff, and I just walked up. I was like, Here. And, then, <laughs> and I, I was like, This is yours. And she she took it. She put it on. I was like. We should get married And she was like Whoa That's, that's ridiculous It was mad awkward like, My family was around And uh, and I just I'm weird about things So um, But you know I've, I've when, since when, when, Here we should probably Get married Yeah, right? yeah I was like Yo we should <laughs> We beat and switched her into uh, Here's yeah, the gift yeah, yeah. Also I just, Accepting this gift. Now you're mine she, I just completely Got her Got her Completely caught her off guard She, nice. she was like I can't say no <laughs> His parents are watching oh, But not Um yeah. So this was way, this, this was this way back. I don't know. Well, first of all, can I? Ask, uh, can we? How much can we discuss about what? Whatever's clever. Really. Okay. So, uh, so your mother recently passed away. Yeah. Yeah. She uh, July thirtieth. So this proposal happened prior. Yeah. To um, let me see. This was probably April or May. Okay. If I recall correctly, I believe May. Wow. Um, you know, we were out there just visiting. For a little bit, and then, uh, bro, that's one of those dates you gotta remember. Or she's Tam, oh, yeah, no, no, Tam, Tam, I'm sure has it memorized. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It, it doesn't calendar, matter. Yeah. Put it on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Listen, once I'm married, all dates will matter. Official <laughs> <laughs> cut off. That, yeah, that's once once that happens, I will start remembering stuff. But until then, I got some leeway. Time. <laughs> but um, yeah, you know, she uh, you know, my Duke's kind of like I think felt mm-hmm. things was going to the place. She always been a real um intuitive lady. So like you know, she knew I was feeling some kind of way I found somebody that I was really happy with that I'm totally about spending the rest of my life with that I wanted to work you know mm-hmm. and build with and uh, I'm sure she didn't want like my financial burden to like you know play a part in me putting it off because that's what you know that's what dudes do we do that you know yeah. we can't afford a ring right then so we'll keep pushing it off mm-hmm. and pushing it off and, and you know next thing you know it's three four years later mm-hmm. so you know she kind of helped me out but you know since I've, I've got you know everything's all good and together now and uh you know that's awesome do you, yeah. do you i would assume it's some sort of consolation or, re- or relief that your mother was able to meet and know tam on a oh, personal yeah. level like before you know um before you guys end up getting engaged and stuff right so. oh yeah absolutely and uh you know my whole family's always been really protective of me because you know growing up i was kind of a wild dude i used to get in trouble a lot mm. um issues with like depression all kinds of crazy stuff growing up and so my family's always been really 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 protective mm-hmm. especially you know my mother mothers are just protective anyway yeah yeah um, but like Tamara was the first woman that I've ever really 
had the idea that I would settle down with that I introduced to anybody in my family and my mother was like she's dope like right off right right from day one just like she's dope um so yeah yeah it's it's, it's huge you know and uh my mother and Sam got real close before she passed mm. like real close mm. so it was good you know it's, it's nice to have that approval yeah, <laughs> it's, no, real, yeah, it's real yeah. good to have that approval that's great well I'm, I'm definitely glad for that I'm looking forward to um, the wedding I will look forward to it more if it's an open bar I don't know yet um, no it's not so, an open bar okay nah. so trunk bar yeah, I'll start yeah. stocking up now champagne yeah. and trunk bar I mean we can't, <laughs> we can't have people getting plastered there's going to be a lot of kids there and stuff like that um, we know we're going to have a little bit of beer no, oh, major. Okay. we're not going to have any liquor I actually stopped drinking liquor um, um, a few months back, I just cut it out, quit smoking, stopped drinking liquor. I, I'd still drink beer, but nice. I uh, just cut back. And um, you know, afterwards, though, you just remind me. Can we get? Do we have more rum here? Or <laughs> oh, wait, I'll check. You guys keep talking. Is it cracking? Yeah, um, we, no, not cracking. No, no, we no cracking. No, no uh, our new sponsor is the Albany Distilling Co. Shout out to Albany Distilling Word? Co. Yeah, so they they just give us oh, booze. So? And you just reminded me when you said you quit drinking. I dig um, it. So no, so but are you uh, doing it all at like a is it going to be reception or party after? Or is it kind of yeah. just all one all one or what? So the way we're doing it is you know just a real close and immediate people um, we're going to be doing in the daytime mm-hmm. on May 7th uh, but that night we're actually going to be having a huge party at McGeary's mm-hmm. so and that's open to everybody you know donations welcome mm-hmm. absolutely but uh, we just got people you know, come through that night and just hang out and party with us nice so. I'm there uh, it sounds fun I already plugged it in my calendar I have yeah. your I have your thing on the fridge I'm probably not going to mail it in because I'm bad at that yes <laughs> um, but just to, I'll be there you should have <laughs> just handed it to me or something yeah, okay you know? alright I should have brought it tonight damn it <laughs> that, that's one of those things I thought you know Sam we need to get that she's gonna be like ah freaking out last minute wedding stuff you know cool cool um, alright so we have a lot of uh, interesting I think stuff to do tonight we're gonna have an interview later on probably around uh, 10 o'clock uh, or maybe a little after uh, with with Mayor Sheehan now Mayor Sheehan was on uh, Jams 96.3 earlier today at 8am she did an interview I think Jams dropped the ball they did a horrible interview she, she her answers were not good the questions were not good even though I submitted questions specifically for Jams and they just don't listen to me I don't know why um, so we're going to redo it uh, so you should keep it locked because that I think is going to be interesting uh, we also have some fun stuff that's going to happen we're going to talk a little bit about uh, Beyonce and the Super Bowl and we, we mentioned the struggle food thing already uh, but there's just two two things I'd like to mention before as we get into this uh, the first a few hours ago it was uh, announced that uh, a member of Black Lives Matter in Ohio his name was Marshawn McCarroll uh, lost his life he was 23 years old he was a really prominent member of Black Lives Matter uh, uh, out uh, that way, and he helped organize uh, Mike Brown protests back in 2014, and he had a, a uh, youth mentorship program called Pursuing Our Dreams, and he also had this other program that came out of that called uh, Feed the Streets Project, where they would like feed homeless people uh, in Ohio. So he was, even though he was only 23, he was really uh, vocal and prominent, and uh, unfortunately he, he uh, passed away. They're saying he took his life in front of the uh, State House in Ohio. And uh, I just wanted to take a minute to acknowledge him and his contribution. Um, and uh, actually, we haven't we haven't done a moment of silence on the show, and I think it's kind of appropriate that we do it for him. So I just want to take a minute to acknowledge him again. His name is Marshawn uh, McCarroll, and we're going to take a quick moment of silence for him. Oh, we're turning off the music. Hang on, we're starting now. Okay. Um, now, Marsh- Marshawn McCarroll, again, he was 23, and... Uh 
his his contribution was really significant. He also had a uh, a large like social media following, and his his uh, intensity and his sincerity was really uh, prominent. He was just well liked and well known, and and uh, I think his his passing kind of give, gave gave everybody in the movement a pause uh, because we get so a lot of people get so into this work that sometimes uh, taking care of yourselves goes to the to the wayside you know and uh, we forget about the the toll we that touched on that briefly last week we did, someone yeah. submitted that as a secret yeah. that yeah that was uh, was a, that was last week yeah where people were talking about just you know putting the, their the movement before their own you know their own care and uh, I you know I just want to stress again like how important it is to like take care of yourself and take that time and, and lean on other activists and people in this movement um, for support. If you, you know, if you, if you think you can't, there's anyone listening. I guarantee you, there's people that you can lean on right now, whether you know it or not. Um, some of them are in this room, and uh, just take that time to like take care of yourself because we can't afford to be lo- you know losing people to the, to the struggle in every way possible. And like to lose people to, to suicide is something that uh, one of the few things that we have hopefully a little control over because we can lean on each other and like support one another. Um, so uh, definitely take that time. Take you know, take care of yourself, and uh, and just remember that there are, are people out there that are counting on you and, and relying on you. Um, this we're doing this work like activism is really stressful, and it takes a lot of people don't realize most people have day jobs and then they go to this part time job that ha- is very like laden with grief and sometimes it's just really upsetting and you you know you don't get compensated for it financially and it's like it's like in a lot of ways it's it's a burden but you feel um, compelled to do it and we just have to remember like we can't always be working double time we need to take care of ourselves um this reminded me uh a little a little earlier today there was a a meeting with capillary against mass incarceration and there was a woman a prominent member of our group who was walking to the meeting now again we you know we don't get paid to do this work this organizing um and the 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 woman involved i'm not gonna mention her name now but on her way to the meeting she was struck by a vehicle on henry johnson boulevard um and she's doing okay apparently from what we know uh it was a hit and run but we you know we canceled the meeting and um we we had to postpone it and we we will send out information letting people know if they were if we're going to you know start that back up again um but i just want to say this is a even though that, that could have happened at any point in in uh her day it happened while she was going to do this work and it's like there are so many ways that we don't uh count how doing uh this type of work can really literally put our lives on the line whether it's a fluke accident like that or somebody you know somebody intentionally doing it we don't know or somebody taking their life allegedly i mean we you know you never know what can happen people die in this in a struggle all the time and it's not sometimes it looks like a suicide and it's not like you never know you know um there's already people you know wondering if if what happened to um to marshawn was was actually him taking his own life but either way it, it's it can be dangerous work and i just want to throw that out there again uh it's important to take care of yourselves and just remember that the toll is like is like massive um so yeah so our thoughts are with those uh both those families tonight thanks yep uh all right so now that we got that that uh stuff done let's talk about um I don't know. We had a show this uh, this weekend. It was actually related to Jay Dilla. It was a tribute to another fallen, yes. uh, you know, member of our community, the hip hop community, right? Yep. yep um, this yeah. was the eighth annual uh, Beach Hot Spins for Dilla, and 
Uh, was everybody here there? Everyone in this room was here, right? Yeah. Cool. It was off the hook. Was, was Go, let's great, let's yeah. talk about it because yeah, that, this was please. a way, a great way to honor somebody who did who did pass. And uh, Jay Dilla, he uh, he died of um, what's lupus. 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 Yeah. Complications from lupus. Complications yeah. from yeah. lupus. And uh, and we do the show every year. And True Master's not here tonight because he had a gig, but he was very moved by the people that came out. And I just wanted to kind of go around and get everyone's impressions of it. So we can start with our guest, uh, MC Graffiti. Yeah, I mean, like the you know the crowd was crazy. He, he saw a lot of people that were clear Dilla fans um, but then there was also a lot of people that just wanted to be there because they've heard of things um, you know posthumously from uh, from or about Dilla and they just kind of wanted to be there um, also just the fact that this uh, event has started to garner a decent bit of a following uh, to, to gain support for um, the Dilla Foundation it's been you know the whole Yancey family and everything it's been it's been crazy um, and it was a great turnout good vibe everybody was just in great spirits good mood um, the sound quality was good everybody was just having a blast the only thing that was missing man I, we really need to just do it one year where we just got some donuts out man we just like, I had donuts you didn't get a donut there were uh, only like you six, yeah, you brought like six there was like I brought, six yeah. I brought six donuts we need, we need like eight dozen yo, donuts yo poor Steve at the end of the night he looks in the box <laughs> the is empty he had such a look out of despair on his face I just looked up them shits like was delicious like, too like, yo, <laughs> we're gonna keep the box of side belly donuts in front of everybody yo Dude, my bad I didn't even miserable. know it was empty was at that no, point I, I had the oh, same look, and I actually got a donut beforehand. And then when I opened it later, it was empty. He forgot he had I one. I called it. I called it. I was like, "Yo, is the last donut of the night? Who's getting it?" I thought and you were then, referencing the song. Yeah, that's I what know. we thought. We thought you were gonna play the song. <laughs> no, no, literally the last donut of the night. Uh, it's true. So you, you played drums. Yeah, I did. Uh, what was your? You know, have you? Well, have you performed at the other dealers? I'm trying to remember. I played at uh, one or two of them before. Okay. Um, yeah. What was your What was your take on it? I mean, it was it was it was great. Like. Like everyone was saying, it was just a really nice turnout. It was good to see it move to Troy and still get a great reception. Yeah, Probably yeah. the best reception we've seen yet. Yep. Um, and you're definitely right, Fred. It was just seeing people that were there. Obviously, we knew people were going to be there just because they're either part of the Beach Out family or just come out yeah, on yeah. the shows. Uh, tons of people who were Dilla fans that I've never seen before. Yep. Um, yeah. Uh, and then just tons of people just kind of coming because it's a cool spot. It was cool music, and it was just a good place to be. So it was really nice to see a really mixed crowd. Mm-hmm. Uh, the crowd stuck around right to the very end, mm-hmm. and uh, we all kind of had a good time at the end, and that was that. So Yeah, I was saying earlier that um, this dude walked up to me in the gym. Mm-hmm. Um, that you know, I never really had a conversation with him before. But What were you he, doing in the gym? Uh, <laughs> incline be- bench press. Pull up, push up, sit up, workout. <laughs> workout. What, what do you work at? What do you work out in? Like, what were you wearing? Um, Speedos. I had I had some uh, Puma uh, workout Puma pants, uh-huh. um, some sneakers, and I may have had a beach shot t-shirt on, but I'm not sure. T-shirt. Okay. Was it like covered in sweat or just you just? No, like, I don't sweat that much. You don't sweat? Okay. I don't sweat that much. That's Stephen Avery. Uh, so, <laughs> so now that the scene has been set, thank you. I'm sitting on the on the incline <laughs> bench, and the dude's you know he looks at me, he's like. Were you DJ on Saturday night? And I was like, yeah, he, at Lucas Confectionery. He's like, yeah. I was like, yeah. He was like, yo, that show was great. He was like, nothing but compliments. He's like that guy Jay Live. He was so professional and blah blah blah. And he was just like, it was. And and it, it's not like he was someone who we know from just around yeah. or whatever. It's he just must have happened to be there or something. I yeah. don't know. And he was like, yeah, awesome. He loved it. I, yeah. I bumped into a, a, a girl there who's just like walking around looking like she didn't belong but she was just kind of just surveying the scene she yeah. stayed for the whole show so afterwards uh, I went up and I was like hey you know I haven't seen you around or you know are, are you with someone here or, like who did you come with and she's like oh my friend just told me that uh, she just 
came in from uh, California and she said her friend told her that if she was looking for something cool to do, follow Beach Chat. So she just like hey. showed up alone and she was like, yeah, she's like, this is great, this is amazing. Yeah, so yeah. Um, yeah so th- that we got a lot of people in Troy that normally don't come to our shows because they're either you know they're either not coming out to Albany or whatever that people just walk oh, wow. in and they just like your guy at the gym that were really into it. Now, yeah, we uh, need JB, a Troy outreach or something. What's we need, going we need, on? We need like we a need, van or something. What? I don't know. <laughs> uh, JB, you remember last year we had a blizzard? Yeah, and it was like twelve people there. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> last oh year yeah. Was not a, do you think the weather helped us out too? I, I think felt like the everything. weather played a major, major, major yeah. deal in it, man. Mm-hmm. Major role. Everything was in and our I favor. was very happy because people came from out of town. People came from Rochester, mm-hmm. freaking Glens Falls. People were traveling from all over just to come yeah. see us, man. Yeah, it was amazing. I had a great time. Steven killed it. Word. We we sung um, Fresh Prince. Oh yeah, we did. <laughs> yeah, that was so funny. Impromptu. I was like, I've always wanted to do this. I have always wanted to do that. So we sang. Oh, shout out singing. to your shirt too, by the way. That got probably the most. Yo, the please I think. Please clap. Yeah, I've, I've been obsessed with Jeb Bush's um, begging for applause at, at one of his town halls when he said <laughs> he gave a speech and then he said, "Please clap," because nobody clapped. And, uh, <laughs> so I immediately was like, "I need." There we go. That was graffiti, not not, not me. Uh, so I immediately I'm like I need the shirt done So I had to print it up And uh, yeah It was it was great Because it was the shirt Was way better than my performance And I think people Were really into the shirt So <laughs> Oh yeah <laughs> So they all clapped Where can I get great. tickets To see that next shirt <laughs> See that yeah, shirt Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Corey, Yo Corey wants one She wants, she wants one of those shirts ask you for him. For I, really? People always say that though I'm not going to print these Unless someone <laughs> Really is like I need that shirt I'm not doing it but, Oh bro But hit me oh, up Oh bro I'm taking cash up front I'm not going to go right. print A hundred right. of them right. And right. then all you motherfuckers Are going to be like Oh that was so two weeks ago It was funny but you know yeah right uh, Cool So yeah definitely uh, Dope show And uh, shout out to everyone That came out uh, We even raised some money For Capillary Against Mass Incarceration Woo-woo. There was cheese there Mega cheese I'm never doing a show again Without cheese I, This <laughs> is how This is how celebrities Get like spoiled And they start asking For weird shit in their writers right. Because Don't once know. you have yeah. A show with cheese It's like how can you How can you go back yeah. So like and, not uh, That, that rose Yeah that rose lemonade Was that complimentary oh lemonade my God, that Oh my god Who's complimentary Hummus I, What the fuck I didn't get any of that you didn't get that. Oh, asked, well, you had the fucking like, donuts. No, yeah, he had the donuts. <laughs> I came over to you. Oh shit! I came over to you That's and I asked right. you and True what you guys want. And True got one of the other drinks. I'm like, do you want one? You're like, no, I'll take a water. And I went and got you. <laughs> oh, yeah. I drank four of those lemonades and two of the colas. They were. <laughs> oh, that's right. I had one at a wedding that I was there recently, and they had that rose lemonade. Yo, you just want to feel I included. Failed, you, man. you never had one. Can, can I? <laughs> no, I did. Yo, ask, ask, ask. I was about to say, ask Kiki. Ask Cleanna. I she served she served to me. Really? Yes. She she will okay. back me up on that. As long as whatever you have to tell yourself so you don't feel left out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like the food and everything at that spot was so good. Yeah, like the beer selection was crazy. Like it, it was it was pretty good, man. No, I was into yeah, and Vic to, over there too. He went out of his way. True was saying last week too before the show. He went out of his way to bring Detroit-based beers in. Oh yeah, like right, like right. You know what I'd like him to do next time is just bring cheap beer in because <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Tell you about your beer experience. Tell me about your beer experience. I accidentally spent forty-seven dollars on two beers. <laughs> oh, yeah. what? You got the imperial stouts, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Yeah, them eighteen ounces. Yep. Yeah, yeah. 
I didn't realize it because I didn't look Damn. at it. I was like, what oh. did I do on draft? He's like, well, I got this, this. And he's like, I recommend this, though. I'm like, yeah, let me get two of course of they recommended that. Oh, I'm not thinking even God. twice about it. I'm like, yeah, let me get two of those because you guys take forever. And they were and like, ha, 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 ha. And he's just like, he's like, okay, my friend. He came back, gave me two glasses. I'm like, this is for me. Poured in one and just walked away. Whoops. Not how. And you can't be like, oh, how much was that? Oh, I can't take these back. Yes, you can. I mean, I can, but there's a lot of people. And I was just like, ah, god damn it. Took forever because he had to go to like the other bar to get them and shit. So I was like, whatever. I'll just savor every fucking drop. Twenty five dollars. You can take the bottle home because those some nice bottles. Took the glasses home. I took everything. Took everything. Took everything home. He's still eating olives today. Get my money's worth. Stage home. It's good. Yeah, fuck that. That's it. Uh, yeah, good time all around. Uh, afterwards, the next day was the Super Bowl, and because we party hard at Beach Chat, we yeah. had the um, what the fuck were we calling it? Beach Chat Music presents rooting for Cam rooting Newton for Cam. while supporting <laughs> black business and drinking <laughs> your juice in the hood. <laughs> yep. And that was uh, we were down at Johnny's on Broadway, and was just to watch the Super Bowl. Johnny's is is, uh, is an awesome black business, black owned business that's recently reopened. It used to be the best damn sports bar mm. period or something. Um, right. And uh, now where is it now? On Broadway, twelve seventy two Broadway. Yeah, but yeah. like where it, it's past uh, the RCA Nipper Building. Um, oh, so it's out Broadway towards. But, but like, it's before Manans. It's before yeah, Manans. It's, it's not that far oh, okay, from where it okay. used to be. I feel like right. Okay. Yeah, it's not that far. Yeah, yeah. it's before the Stewarts. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so before me. Okay, okay, okay. Um, but it's it's like dope. It's super clean in there. It's yeah. a ill spot. They got like uh, they got like four or five TVs in there. A little digital fireplace. It's just the food is slamming. I was really besides impressed by the, the food. fact that it took an hour and twelve minutes for me to get two burgers. Uh-huh. No lie. Did you get it before the other food came out or? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, the Yo. burgers came out before the chicken. It was just on, how were those like, burgers though? They were okay. they were dope. The fr- our French fries were like kind of extra cooked, uh-huh. but the burgers were dope. We we should say this was a, an extraordinary night because they they were having free food at halftime. So while they were cooking everyone's food, they were also cooking hundreds of free chicken wings and pizza. So right. their kitchen was like way backed up. So yeah. that's probably what happened. But uh, the, from the food I had was good. I'm assuming if you go there on not the Super Bowl, it would come out a little faster. Yeah. Um. But I, I was definitely thrilled with the uh, the service and, and the uh, wings when they came. Oh, up, the wings were good. Was wings were slamming. Delicious. Yes. My we'll definitely God. be going back there more. Uh, we've been doing a little tour of black businesses recently we're trying to promote um, uh, Punta Cana which is a Dominican spot on 2nd Avenue I still Avenue. gotta get there man so good uh, everyone that goes there loves uh, it everybody keeps telling me to do go they have there. the 92 uh, 2nd Avenue Punta Cana is it straight menu ordering there or do they have like the food out in like cafeteria style um, like they have it's, over at the other Dominican uh, spot it's right? menu ordering and, and, and menu in ordering? fact uh, I was in, I spend so much fucking time in there yeah. and uh, they you know they don't speak English isn't their first language obviously and I don't, I don't speak Spanish so um, I started like trying to talk to one, the owner and, about her menu yeah. because I I basically want free food and I design stuff so I was just like you know your menu did you did you guys want an updated menu because it looked like someone just did it in like Microsoft Word and yeah. she's like oh she's like you you know you do that I don't know I'm sorry yeah, for the yeah. accent I don't know so she's um, <laughs> that was that, that's really I, I, I can't stuff. even do it yeah I can't even do it right but she, exactly. so we're but we're trying to communicate to each other and uh, eventually I uh, I bring so basically we're gonna have free food coming up next week I hope so no <laughs> so uh, so uh, I went I went back there with Kleana and, and she helped translate a little, little bit and I, I talked to one of the other uh, owners so uh, they're like revising their menu and I'm 
I'm hopefully going to be able to help them out with that yeah. because I do stuff, they do stuff. This is what it's all about: supporting black Word business, up. right? Right. Um, so that's that's a uh, 92 Second uh, Avenue, Punta Cana. The other place we just mentioned was is uh, Johnny's on Broadway. Broadway. And uh, another place is Umana on Central Avenue. On, or was that Washington? On Washington right? Avenue. Uh, and I still got to try that spot. Valentine's Umana Day? is dope, man. Umana, Umana is so dope. Umana, um, Umana may be my favorite of the three because it's like got a really a diverse menu from like all over yeah, different parts yeah, of, of Africa. And, yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, and, That's uh, right. We went there together. Well, yeah, I've been there a few times. Yeah, yeah me too. It's so good. They And they, they have like the best brunch. Their grits are slamming. Like, oh, the food is so they good. They got oh, cheese word? in the grits too? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They just, you don't even have to like doctor them. You just order the grits. They're just good. Good to go. Oh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> um, and there's going to be a show there. I'm looking up now. It's on, uh, well, yeah, it's on, on Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day. On Valentine's Day. Uh, you should call ahead if you get a chance and like make reservations. It's on Valentine's Day. It's Valentine's Day evening. It's Taina and uh, Gaetano, and they're doing like duet um, Spanish and English love songs. Um, I like when they work together because it's like an acoustic set, but sometimes Taina brings this little like vocoder thing. We, we press it with your feet, and it can make her voice echo. Like she has her own. She's like she, little she'll do like her own. Thing. Yeah, harmonizing. Like she'll, she'll do her own backups and stuff. Oh, I have one, one of those. those. <laughs> <laughs> Not me. It's way more pleasant than this. Is this what she does? <laughs> <laughs> Not quite. He's not even supposed it's funny to be. Here I don't today. have headphones on, so it just sounds like Nate's talking real weird by himself. <laughs> Do you mean this voice? <laughs> You're right. He changes his actual voice too. Um, yeah. So, so uh, once again, that's uh, Valentine's Day. If you're looking for something to do Valentine's Day evening, that's probably uh, a good bet. I'm going to be there. Uh, so, hope that doesn't deter you. Uh, so, yeah, Super Bowl. So, the Super Bowl in general was we were all pretty much rooting for the Panthers and Cam Newton, and it didn't work out in our favor. <laughs> but we still had a good time despite. Uh, but uh, did I don't know? Did, did you guys all watch it? Does anybody? We're not like super sport heads in here. Nah, I, I watched it, but I'm I, a I don't, super sports head, man. I don't care about it. You are, but I'm not. But I'm not a football head. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I'm a baseball and basketball head. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> but I was definitely rooting for the Panthers and Cam Newton, man. Okay, as were I would say. 98% of black people uh, Including some of the, the people On the Broncos The, the right. Broncos players They Secretly I think They wanted the Panthers to win um, Let's talk about that For a little bit Because For some reason I mean Cam, Cam Newton Is obviously An incredibly talented uh, Quarterback And he's young He's charismatic he, He's And he's black And people just kind of Started rallying behind him The more hate he was getting I think from the media Like people were just Criticizing him Oh he's too braggadocious Like you hear this right. all time about you know anytime black people are too confident it seems like the media is there to call him a thug and tell him to dial it back right. uh, so he started like you know he's dancing he's doing the, the dab in the end zone and he just was like cocky with it and um and and the team in general the panthers aside from being the fucking their black panthers the actual team is just incredibly like they're unapologetically black mm. so it, it was like black people were like rallying from what I saw anyway uh, A lot of black people were, were rallying behind the Panthers And it almost became Like a football Like race war type thing And it, it reminded me of some, <laughs> Somewhat of what happened Last year right Like uh, uh, with uh, This is how much I'm not into sports The um, uh, I can't remember they had uh, With Marshawn Lynch Um yeah, those Seahawks. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Uh, it was it was similar. It was like similar last year, uh, and the same, the same thing happened. The, the Seahawks lost, but um, 
uh, it was still it's nice I feel like that to feel that like com- camaraderie and like rooting for you know something that you feel like is a little bigger than yourself I've tried to distance myself from the NFL uh, I used to be just hardcore like into football and then like the more I learned about the NFL the more I was like I'm making a conscious effort to stop watching football and like get out of it really yeah because they're just evil they're just super evil and it's hard it's hard it's just gotten to the point where it's hard for me to enjoy it the yeah. more I learn about the NFL kind of like so the NFL is kind of like R. Kelly they're like the, yeah they're like the R. Kelly of sports yeah, yeah. They're the wor- in my mind they're the worst but it's not the players it's, it's not the, the players it's like the organization right 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 it's just like with R. Kelly it's not the songs it's R. Kelly <laughs> it's R. Kelly yeah anyone else singing I would love that shit yeah it's not his voice it's the piss <laughs> it's the piss new hashtag we're gonna be sending out <laughs> oh who are you That's oh Solange. Solange wait I don't know wait wait that might be odd. Uh, I don't know yeah, don't, no, no, don't, no, don't, no, don't send no, that to Solange take that back to Solange too soon yeah so she's great everybody so I I still watch the Super Bowl even though I've like really distanced myself from football just in general just on on principle but I still had a good time they lost and the racism started immediately after the loss because Cam Newton like walked away from the press conference because they he was like overhearing the the Broncos press conference which I guess was in the same room and they were saying some stuff that just rubbed him the wrong way and he like walked away from the press conference and people were just like oh no class thug all this other like bullshit and uh, uh, he got he got called a boy by uh, by one of the uh, the retired players I forget his name uh, but uh, it's like the racism just immediately reared its head and it was the same stuff that was happened beforehand and it kind of just solidified the reason or one of the reasons that a lot of black people were rallying behind Cam Newton because when you see people even at his level of success being subjected to racism that people you know that every every person of color really feels at some point in their life in this country you can't help but relate to that and you want to like support them and uh, I was arguing with this person on the internet I know shy. and they were saying they were saying that it was like ridiculous that black people would be, would be rallying behind Cam Newton because he's a millionaire he doesn't care about you and the NFL is evil and you shouldn't care about you know it's like if you're, you should look for better role models than Cam Newton and I was trying to explain to him uh, and this is a white dude and it's really hard to explain to him how fucking petty I am when it comes to that shit like I understand Cam Newton and the NFL is not necessarily the best role model but what I tried to explain to him was that when like there was a there was a, a period of, uh, last summer when I saw two pigeons fighting over a piece of bread like a pizza crust and one pigeon was black and the other one was like like gray and I was rooting, I was rooting for the black one <laughs> yo he's stupid that's, no, that's how fucking petty I am no because when you <laughs> because when you're constantly oh my God. When you live in a white supremacist society, you'll take whatever fucking victories you can get, as fucking trivial as they may be. And I think that's why people were like, "Oh, white people hate Cam Newton. I'm gonna like him twice as hard." That's the reason. <laughs> I, that's where. That's why I own four Kanye West shirts. Like, it, it's not even like how much I like Kanye West. It's like that's how fucking petty I am. If this bothers you, I'm gonna like it twice as oh, hard. <laughs> shit, that's so funny. So uh, that's and I, I think if you're not, you know, oppressed in some way, you may not necessarily get why people really will like go either way to root for something because you, you got to take what you can get in terms of like victories and it, sometimes they're just little symbolic victories uh, you know no, like I'm that gonna, I'm going to update what you said there is no way there's 
your way. Who can? There's just no fucking way you get it. Straight as that. You just can't get it. Yeah, and I, and I even tried to tell him that. Out. I'm like, it's fine that you don't get it. Yeah. It's one of my favorite episodes of South Park when they had the race war. Yeah. And uh, I, th- I think it's it's Stan. He's like, at the end of it, he gets it. And he's like, I get it. I don't get it. I'll right. never get it. That's exactly it. And that's, exactly. As a white male, I will say I don't get it because I've never been subjected to it. But I see it happening to my friends. Yeah. Right. I see it happening in the world. So right. I'm not ignorant to it. Yeah. Right. And that's, and that's, that's, that's the best be. I like, can offer as a white dude. And that's great. Know? Like, you don't have to get like there's tons of things I don't get about like you know different communities I don't have to get it but I can learn from them and just shut right. the fuck up when they're talking right. because like why I, like why would I even have an opinion on right. that and on certainly that. not add to it or try to diminish it that's like <laughs> yeah it's one thing to be like I don't agree with that because I don't get it but just don't fucking say anything just <laughs> yeah. don't get it over there and yeah. just get the fuck off the internet he's like, like shaming me yeah. for like how dare you support Cam Newton evil capitalist blah 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 I'm like yeah what, what? fuck you Peyton like, Manning is the highest grossing sponsorship player ever in the fucking history of all sports yeah, yeah. Yep. and yeah. last or last time he was in the Super Bowl when he lost he stormed off the field mm. didn't shake hands didn't talk yep. to any coaches like, that's right that's like, right no said a fucking yep. Yep. And thing like, that's true double and, standard and nobody, right there. double and standard and his brother's fucking up. Eli Manning that dude just looks fucking dumb all the time oh so, dang shots fired Patriots fan <laughs> <laughs> I get him where I can get him <laughs> did, you see, did you see Eli's face <laughs> yeah yeah well, he tried to defend it by like well he's like well I don't know if he was gonna go for two the next play I had to like like shut the fuck up Eli you realize that that was your cool is slipping away that, right there. That's what it looked like. I, like, I was oh, shocked. Yeah, because everyone's like hugging. Again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> everyone's hugging and embracing, and he's just in the background, like son of a bitch. Look <laughs> completely baffled and shocked. Oh, yeah, yep, right. that's how you play. Uh, but uh, yeah, so uh, I guess I guess that's run its course. But uh, related to racism at the uh, Super Bowl, uh, there were the halftime show happened, and yes. I don't know what's been going on, but I feel like in, in a lot of recent years, the, the the halftime shows have kind of been a clusterfuck of like all these artists like coming together and doing yeah, shit. like. A mishmash. But uh, as I was like researching, because we're going to do halftime uh, Super Bowl halftime trivia later on, yes. so I, I was like looking at older ones, and uh, I guess they've kind of been doing it for a while. Like they'll have obscure artists collaborating together. Yep. Um, but this this like a mashup kind of, yeah, like a, kind yeah, of mashup medley type. mashup. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, trying to. Um, so this Super Bowl was no different, and um, there was a uh, Coldplay was quote unquote headlining. I guess. <laughs> right. Yeah. They Even were, though it didn't feel they're like, like it. the backing band at a decent karaoke night. I know that was so odd. It I was mean, awkward. I don't understand. Yeah. Um, so the uh, Coldplay, Chris Martin's there. <laughs> and they do like I like that. They do like two or three songs, and then um, and then Bruno Mars comes out, and he was there just he two years it. ago. Bruno killed, Mars killed comes out, again. kills it, kills yeah. it immediately. Yep. Uh, and then and then Beyonce comes out. <laughs> so kills it. Yeah, yeah, Beyonce's performance I thought was was great, and she's performing her new song Formation. Right now, uh, we'll probably spin this later. If you haven't had a chance, the Formation video is out, and it, it came out the day before the Super Bowl. Got really popular, uh, really quickly. Uh, can we go around and like just talk about? Did you guys see it? I have not seen it. You haven't seen yeah, it. Yeah, I've seen it. You've seen it. Okay. You, uh, can we get first impressions? For I've those? seen it, but do you care what I think about it? I do care what you think. Oh, we'll, make, we'll make you go last. Though, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I think the imagery was pretty cool. I think the way that it was shot was pretty cool. I, I don't really care for the sound of the song. Sound it, yeah. Really, I mean, I. Uh, musically, I don't really care for Beyonce. I think mm-hmm. she's dope in the sense of what she does for um, multiple communities, mm-hmm. in the sense of what she does with humanitarian work. I think she's dope. Um, I just don't like her style of yeah, music yeah. at all. Um, some of her lyrics are pretty cool, uh, but the video was shot dope. Like it, it was a uh, very interesting. Um, yeah, I know. Right now, the big controversial thing about the video is like you know the police car. 
Oh, yep. And everybody's like, ah, she's stepping on a police car. Mm-hmm. Everybody, you know, people hate police and blah, blah, blah. It's like, yo, chill. Like, why are you wilding out so hard? Like, yeah, yeah, it's just over that. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, I thought it was a well put together video. Um, uh, there was an interesting divide I saw happen when the video came out because the, the video specifically kind of does touch. There's these like visual representations of um, uh, racism or race related. Yeah, there's civil some uh, what, police violence. She addresses the Katrina yeah. thing. She she addresses. She's got the one scene where the police car drowns, and then there's the other scene where the the cops will put their hands up and the boys dancing right. in front of them. And that that actual scene is uh, the image for for the artwork for tonight's episode. Um, so there was some power, powerful imagery in there. There's uh, black women like collaborating and dancing, and they're wearing like these old style like New Orleans Southern you know bell dresses and and, and different yeah, visuals. Yeah, in I there. felt like they flipped the script with that. Like oh, you yeah. know, it was like the black women sitting in the dresses mm-hmm. that if it was you know 1798 yeah. these, these would be the white women sitting in the, in this yeah, room yeah. with these dresses you know and I felt like they've kind of flipped the script on that yeah and I think that was intentional I, lo- I, yeah. I mean love I love the direction of the video um, but it, it, from what I noticed people fell into like uh, one of four camps one being I don't really like Beyonce say I don't give a shit that's kind of the camp you're in I guess um, it's not your style of music which right. I'm not against because honestly Beyonce is not really my style of music but I definitely do appreciate the artistic value of okay. what she does okay. um, as far as like especially her videos I've seen quite a few of her videos and her mm-hmm. videos are generally pretty awesome mm-hmm. even um, some of the ones where I think she was totally biting off styles of oh, okay. other people but like um, I find it very interesting I always think that her artistic direction is really dope mm-hmm. um, yeah she's got a, she's good and she's got a good team around her and, oh, and yeah, she's got team. a billion dollars so, it, yeah. so it, you're gonna, <laughs> yeah. usually you're going to have a good product um, The another group was just uh, her, her Bayhive like the people that really support her that just fucking loved every minute of it um, and then there was uh, the angry white people they're always involved <laughs> mm-hmm. anytime there's like uh, you know some race you stuff. yeah right <laughs> what did you think <laughs> you rang would you, you like to know what I thought yeah ladies and gentlemen white devil's advocate I, uh, I didn't even watch that, that video, video. Leave, leave me out of this <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the, in addition to White Joe's advocate, though, there was uh, Mayor Giuliani and a few people weighing in saying how it was like horribly racist and how it was anti because it was anti police. It was an insult to the police, and there were some sheriffs who turned their back on on her when the the video came on during the Super Bowl or when her performance happened on the Super Bowl because she per- performed the song there. Um, so so that was another group, and she's there's actually a, a group of people organizing a rally in front of NFL headquarters in New York City against Beyonce. It's an anti anti Beyonce protest rally. Oh yeah, I so saw that, that. So that the NFL won't use her anymore. Just like an right. Evite or something to that, which yeah, is yeah. so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Who sends an Evite right? Like, I know, <laughs> I know. Yeah. It's so stupid, you know. But they, thousands of people upset. signed up. But I, hopefully, they're all joking. No, they're not joking. They're they're really upset because Beyonce used imagery from the Black Panther movement, and they're like, yeah, you know, that's such a racist movement, and they promoted violence, and they were so divisive, and Racially charged and blah blah yeah. blah. Suck my balls. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, they're saying her backup dancers had the, the outfits and everything like that. Yeah, yeah. That was at the Super Bowl. Yep. Yeah. Um, and then the fourth group is uh, our black people who don't like the video because uh, for a few reasons, and and I don't think they're all invalid, but uh, some of the reasons are uh, that well, Beyonce is like a capitalist and she's a millionaire, and she, you know, they're saying she's not a revolutionary, and it's really not her place to validate all the things people like uh, activists, well-known activists. Um, 
whether it's grassroots people now or Asada or Malcolm X, like she's not the person to validate what those people said because she is not a revolutionary herself. She is a you know pop star capitalist who rarely speaks on these things and benefits uh, from capitalism and her own skin tone Ooh, often me, because she's light skinned. Uh, yeah, JB has something to say. Yep. <laughs> I think when 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 you reach a certain echelon that that Beyonce has reached. What else do you do? It comes with the territory. You have to take a. You have to. You have to become a voice for something. You have to stand for something. And right now, mm-hmm. as always, she's standing for her. You know, her people. Mm-hmm. She's always been an advocate for women's rights and and black people and all of that. People are people. People are not aware of what's going on. But you know, she's been donating to Black Lives Matter. Her, her and Jay Z have been donating to Black Lives Matter, Flint, Michigan, so on and so forth. For years So for people to come out And say Oh why is she doing it She's not the person She's the exact person To do it You know I I have this conversation With Tanisha all the time About Beyonce Versus Lauren Hill Really? <laughs> you have this Beyonce conversation? versus Lauren Hill. Yeah, in, in in terms of in terms of who would I want my daughter to emulate? Who would you do? Is that what you said? Who would you no, do? I Beyonce do, or I Lauren? I do them both. I do them both. <laughs> but we're talking about um, who who would? I oh, have? sorry. Who would you want your daughter to emulate? That was right. way. I was way off. You were way off. Way off. Man. Way <laughs> off. Man. And I answered it, so I was way off too. But um, it's like I respect everything Lauren Hill has done as an artist, and I think she's dope. And in in some ways, she's better than 99% of the female artists that exist and have existed for the past 50 years with with regards to her creativity and her music that she put out the one album I'm talking about I'm not talking about everything else it was about the one album mm. But then when you look at her as a person, even though we're not in in a position to judge her, but when you look at her as a person, here she is, children, lots of children, gone slightly insane and dated dated the Marleys, dated Wyclef, so on and so forth. So her her personal life is a little awry. And maybe we don't she, even know that. I mean, we're but just, we do we, know that. But we do know that. It's such Be, like a glimpse. No, of no, 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 no. no. Let me the, finish. Let me finish, bro. <laughs> we do know that because we see her have breakdowns. Whereas you don't see any of that crap happen with Beyonce, except for the Just situation. Except for the that situation one. in the elevator. <laughs> but you know, something's supposed to go down when there's a billion dollars the in the elevator with Solange. Speaking of Solange, with Solange uh, <laughs> yeah. hashtag what was the hashtag? Full circle. Again? Full circle. Come full circle. Yeah, that was that was a perfect was a segue. Hashtag cheese grater at Solange. Mm. Yes, please send that out. But um, so then you look at Beyonce, and here it is, Beyonce. People are like, oh, she's too provocative in her videos and she's dancing all sexy. Yeah, so what? She's doing that with her husband. Yeah, but why, do, why are we even comparing? Because to, like, people people what? like to put people uh, like to put people in categories. No, people like to put women in categories because if Jay Z were doing this, and Jay Z has been a philanthropist and he's done uh, you know radical or politically motivated things before, and I didn't hear anybody say like why. Well, let's compare Jay Z and Talib Kweli right now. Like I don't know, I don't, I don't see that happens way more with women. I don't, sure. I don't think you have to like compare the two. Um, well, truthfully, Jay Z would like to rhyme like common sense, but he did five mils. So. Ain't been rhyming like common sense, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> one, one thing, one thing that I, that's always kind of thrown me off. Um, that Jay kind of talked on it earlier. He was saying you know, how Beyonce, when she gets to a point, you know, when every artist gets to a point that they, you know, they got to support something, to back something. I think the American people got it in their heads that like, you know, millionaires. 
billionaires, whatever, aren't allowed to do anything with the common people. Like, I think there's this weird subconsciousness that the American people have, like, all around an affliction that once you have money, you're not allowed to fuck with us no more. You ain't allowed right. to support us. You ain't allowed right. to do nothing with us, for us. You ain't supposed to, you ain't down to ride for the cause. You know, nothing. And it's like, yo, when somebody gets that much money... And they're willing to actually help out. You know, there's too many people out there that got billions of dollars, millions of dollars that ain't helping nobody. So why should we be chastising the ones that are actually assisting? You know, like, yeah, they got right, the money. Right. And, you know, they might be getting some of the fame and the credit that some of the street soldiers out here might, might be doing. But, yo, check out the greater good, bro. Yeah. Like, we yep, None of us yep. here are raising a million dollars tomorrow for <laughs> for anything going on in the 518. Yeah, but, true. you know, if Jay-Z want to give us a million dollars because he supports, you know, upstate Black Lives Matter, peace. Yeah, <laughs> word. You know? That. Um, one, uh, I, for the record, I, I'm in the camp of I'm 100% on board with, uh, with what Beyonce is doing. I have a few criticisms of the video, but overall, I'm all about, like, I think it's empowering. Anything that empowers black people, whether it's the black pigeon getting the breadcrumbs, <laughs> Bread crust or, or Beyonce's video, like ah. I'm all for it because you know, like the shit that happens, the the, the same things that that led um, Marshawn to McCarl um, to to commit suicide. We need to feel good sometimes, and you that empowerment and that inspiration comes from different things. Right. And if you get it from Beyonce, go for you. Um, now Rosa Clemente, who's been on the show, and I'm a huge uh, fan of hers, uh, and she's done way more activism and advocacy than I could ever imagine to do in in my life. Um, she is kind of against everyone kind of making a big deal out of Beyonce's video, essentially. And she said today on Facebook, how does any of this... Uh, actually, let me back up a little. Uh, we, our work cannot and should never be affirmed or validated by multimillionaire pop stars that co-opt historical movements as imagery to sell tickets for a world tour. Beyonce announced a world tour uh, right after oh, the Super, right during yeah. Super Bowl. Right. Right. How does any of this change the material conditions of our people? How does any of this give the material resources needed for people to live their lives in a country where housing, water, education, healthcare, and food in the country... Uh, where, where these things are not seen as human rights, but as private corporate commodities, um, are we not seeing the major class contradictions uh, arising? And she's kind of just talking about like, well, you, well, it speaks for itself. But she's saying Beyonce is part of this machine, and she's focused on herself, and she's not, you know, she's not really giving these material resources and things back to the community. She's just Actually, co-opting. No, the, no, no, the no, historical no, no. movement. She, she, she may be co-opting the the movements. I agree with that in 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 part, but. She she is giving back. She's giving back. She just built uh, a freaking project. So whatever. Yeah, it is. she built a seven million dollar housing yeah. complex yeah. for the homeless in Houston, Texas, exactly. for the homeless. For homeless millions people. of dollars. Millions of so dollars. That, so yeah, that's why I don't. Buy, that's why I disagree with Rose on this because she's saying that where are these? Like literally in 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 that uh, in that uh, quote I just read. Um, she says, "How does this any any of this give material resources needed for people to live their lives?" Well, Beyonce is rich, and if Beyonce is giving millions and millions of dollars back, we, I mean we. We can always say Beyonce should be giving more, but I don't know whose place it is to determine that. Right. But Beyonce has donated millions, multi-million dollars, seven million just for that 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 housing complex she right. for the homeless, but also millions of dollars to the Black Lives Matter movement, right. not directly to the organization. Um, for what I understand, it's to, you know to the various uh, movements, and and we know right. that the, they bailed they bailed out several people in Ferguson. Yes, uh, they sent millions and millions of dollars to, dollars nine eleven. They've been doing they've been yeah, doing stuff for, for a long, yeah. time. A very long time. Um, if you take a step back. From it too, it's it's self 
self-perpetuating that that's how she makes money that's how she makes a living yeah. in order to donate if she stops trying to promote herself as a performer mm-hmm. she's not going to make any money to exactly. then be able to have seven million dollars to give so I know that's kind of right. taking maybe a really far step back from looking at it but it's it's a practical cause to an end that it if, is, she, that, if you want right. her to donate more money that she same needs to make more money you quoted from Jay-Z earlier he said I get rich and give back to me that's the win-win Win, and right. it's like if she you know if she can um, you know maintain her celebrity and her money and use that to give back um, and not just giving back money she's also hiring a team of black people around her like I see her with more black performers and, and creative people um, uh, like all the time like surrounding her team like that gives back to the black community too right. so it's in my mind Beyonce is giving back and I'll take it a step further even if Beyonce wasn't giving back Beyonce's black she can talk about her blackness I don't give a fuck she can talk about it she can um, you know she can even profit off it and if she's inspiring the next generation or a generation of, of black folks or even just black women black girls to feel good about themselves and um, just be happy or feel pride to me that's more that's worth more than even the money because I want a whole generation of you know black kids to feel good about themselves and right. their noses and see, and and their see their a hair. great freaking image when they turn on the TV yeah, of themselves and just, and just be like I can you know I'm I'm the shit you know and like yep. I can do I can do more I think that's way more important um, than even the money and I think to like say because she's Beyonce and because she's rich or she hasn't done enough and I think she has but even if she hasn't that's we, we, you can't put a price on what she's doing and we have no idea what, what she's going to do with this tour mm-hmm. she just announced the tour she didn't say if she was going to donate proceeds or, or what she just yeah. said I, I got a tour coming out because I got because this I'm a musician video and I go on this tour is, this yeah. is what I, I do money. this is how I make money Yeah, I got a tour you got to be mad at that yeah. I'm 100% on board um, I mentioned earlier uh, some criticisms I think there are some valid criticisms of the, the song and video one, one criticism is that the song isn't inherently pro-black there are some really pro-black lines in it but a lot of the song is just kind of braggadocious stuff you know it's, it's yeah. just a good trap song uh, essentially but uh, there are some l- lines in there that are you know I think pretty empowering and just awesome to hear Beyonce say um, but there's also a little bit of colorism in there because like the, the scene with uh, Beyonce's daughter and she's like the fair fair skinned one and she's got two black girls on either side of her but like they're darker skinned and uh, Blue Ivy Beyonce's daughter is kind of like being lighthearted and playful and the other two girls are just kind of standing by like her bodyguards along the side oh that's interesting so some people said that that was a little that could have been directed a little better to make it not seem like she just had two dark skinned bodyguards um, there's also the line where she says uh, uh, she's Creole and Negro right and uh, and Creole is like you know so people of like that French a language or, thing I well, think Creole is a, is, a, is a language mixture as well, opposed to yeah, a but, but it's also a culture but it's, yeah it's not just linguistic it's people who are usually of, of French or Spanish descent in uh, in that okay. area in Louisiana okay. so it's usually uh, often they're white but if they are you can be black and Creole a right. lot of times you'll be fair skinned because if you go back far enough you have Spanish oh, yeah. or French yeah. in you right okay, okay. so for her to say like you know you mix that Creole and that Negro you get that uh, country bam or whatever she said, uh, right, right, it was just right, kind of right. like right. kind of like saying I'm mixed, I'm mixed and I'm fly type of shit you know and, right. and people had a little issues with that and, and I get that but she is you know she that's her that's her, that's background. her yeah I'm so, not mad at her yeah I'm not, I'm not mad I, I get the criticism and I, yeah. I do think especially that scene with Blue, Blue Ivy they could have done a little differently but nah, at this I point don't. I'm kind of nitpicking because the, the, the good that that visual does I, I think way outweighs the bad and I watched it a thousand times and I'm just and I'm super critical of pretty Yo, much everything uh, the little kid <laughs> with the cops and everything yeah I lost my that happened I never saw anything 
I, I, I want to see that stuff all the time. I want it to happen on a mainstream scale. Now, there are other artists who are doing things more groundbreaking. We're going to play one of their songs tonight. Tef Poe just released a, a letter to um, Macklemore, which I think is a better song than Beyonce put out. However, Beyonce has this huge, uh, you know, stage, this huge platform to reach people. Right. Beyonce just behind her. J- just the fact that Beyonce pissed, pissed off like 20 million white people in the <laughs> United States. To me, that's <laughs> T Petty. Remember, I'm mad petty. That shit counts. <laughs> that she she can use her it means you're getting to people. You're getting to yep. people. You know. So it's I think working. I think that's important. Yes. It's working. <laughs> <laughs> I, I so I, I I love the song and uh, I love the video. I think you should check it out. Everybody's already seen it. I'm sure, except for Steven Struess. I watched it while we were talking about it. Oh, you did watch it just now. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like it's like crazy to watch my Facebook feed and watch. The white, the white people in my Facebook feed. <laughs> I would love. Can I have your Facebook password for one day? Yeah, I would. Yeah, 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 all yeah, yeah, your friends yeah, 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 would disown yeah, yeah, yeah. you. <laughs> oh, chill, chill, chill. What's kind of that Nate guy? I know. So, <laughs> so oh, I got a story about this too. Go ahead, finish. They, yeah, they are. They, they already probably think I'm. Yes, yes. Uh, but anyway, yeah. So like, the the white side of my Facebook feed is lighting up with. How could Beyonce do this? Blah blah blah. Black Panthers. Blah blah blah. Blah blah blah. Wholesome Hateful. Uh, um, oh, that's right. White people can't be racist. You know stuff like that. Uh, or no, that's right. Black people can't be racist. Yeah, you, know, yeah. you know comments like that. Um, and I'm like, did she used to listen to Public Enemy? <laughs> what the fuck's wrong with you? Like, wh- how did we get here? Like, you're devolving. Why am I watching you're you devolve on my Facebook feed? You know what I mean? Because they're getting older and more conservative, oh, I guess. I don't yeah, something's happening with, with, with some of these people. Yeah. And I'm like, I, I and I don't have, you know, sometimes I engage, but I just don't have the energy to engage mm-hmm. at this point. I, I spent, I engaged too much uh, last week with the uh, CDTA issue. And I, like, I, oh, okay. I can't, I can't, I need to take a week off from, from engaging. <laughs> you need that a break. Bullshit. It's stressful. Self-care. Oh, um, I'm so glad you <laughs> mentioned this though because there is a woman at my job who knows you and she's friends with you on Facebook oh really and she saw you tag me in something recently or a picture of us together yeah. and she came over to my desk yeah this was last week and she's like you you know you know Nate the Great or whatever you know um, who is it who's it her name is Rebecca well, I know a lot of Rebecca. Uh, you would. This is the whitest name ever. Yeah. So uh, she's actually oh, one. Shit. She's one of. Oh, she's one of eight Rebecca's in my office. No. So she comes over to my desk and she's like, uh, "You know Nate the Great." I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, whatever." And she's like, uh, "He posted this status the other day that like really bothered me." And I'm. Just, oh, what was it? And, and was I, it the, was she it the... came to me and said this, and as she says it, so I'm like pretending to work like usual. So I just yeah. like set my shit down. And I'm like, "Are you really about to do this right now? This is about to happen." This so is like your dream. This is a dream. This is, like this is dream. She doesn't know what she's getting into. She doesn't know me like that. Oh my! Yeah, you told me about. Right. So she's, she's like, she's like, uh, he just posted something about how uh, now that they're legalizing marijuana, that all these all these kids in jail need to be set free because they were just trying to make money and provide for their families, and now that white people oh, are doing yeah, it, yeah, yeah, now yeah, that I white people that. are doing it, it's legal, like and they're not going to jail. Something like that, right? I something like that. I po- that was that was a month. That was a this couple was like, months yeah, ago. Yeah, she brought yeah, this up yeah, just yeah. last week. She okay. Okay. So she so she finishes she finishes describing. She was like, I don't know how I can bring this. Wait, I'm gonna think about Maybe she spent the whole month trying to come up. with Yo, she yeah, I'm about to she search my Facebook feed for Rebecca's. Okay. So um, seasoning, bro. So, uh, so, so she finishes describing <laughs> marinating that, and shit. She finishes describing the whole status to me, which is uh, again about how why are black kids in jail for selling weed when we now are selling weed legally? And uh, she finishes the whole thing, and I just go and <laughs> like what? Yes. She's like, oh, well, 
well, don't you think that's like she's like, don't you think that's disingenuous? It's not like it's not like drug dealers are selling drugs just to feed their families. I was like, uh, and I was like, so what if they are? I'm like, are you here at work just to feed your family? You don't go buy some dumb shit on the weekend with your money and TV. <laughs> so I, at, at this point, you just see a change in her face. She's like, oh shit, I fucked up. I fucked. Ah, I just fucked up. <laughs> I talked to the wrong yeah. person. She, she looked like that white pigeon that lost the bread. Got her. And I was just like, so I'm just like, I'm just going in on her, and she's just like, but, 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 and I'm just like, pew, 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 like, bang, bang, bang. So she just, she pretty much just tucks her tail between her legs and goes back to her desk. She will never come to my desk again, I guarantee it. Uh, but she didn't, I, she just came over because she saw us in a picture together and she just felt some type of way about yeah. about the shit. She and, wanted to be chummy. Yeah, she wanted to be How yeah. about that? And that's why I'm, I'm bad at making friends at work. <laughs> I, lose, I, lose, <laughs> I lose friends at work every day and now I helped you lose a friend too and you don't even know who she it's is. It's all good. <laughs> when, we get up, when we get off air, we'll go through a couple of the Rebecca's in my feed and, and let's you do can it. tell me which one. In fact, let's, let's go off air now. Uh, we're going to, when we come back, we're going to do an interview with uh, Mayor Kathy Sheehan. Uh, while we're away, you can keep tweeting us your uh, blackout stories. If you've ever passed out, fainted, or blacked out, hashtag blackout at Beach Radio. Just tell us about and them also, uh, briefly. Make sure you, you tweet them to uh, Solange as yeah, well. Yeah, tell Solange what's up with that. We're, we're going to be bothering Solange all night. Uh, is her, her Twitter is just at Solange, right? Yeah. S-O-L-A-N-G-E. Uh, and also, we're going to talk about struggle food. So if you have ever had any struggle food, now this is uh, questionable things that you've eaten just because you're broke or desperate or uh, just too lazy to walk to the store. Uh, so, uh, you know, obviously mayonnaise sandwich is a popular one, but like if you've just eaten something that you're just like, I can't believe I just opened this cream corn and just 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 ate it raw or just put yeah. I just spread cream corn on toast. It's that that's struggle food. Hashtag that struggle food. Sounds disgusting. <laughs> 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 Happy Ew. Shot Radio. I want to know your struggle food. And it better be good. I don't want to just hear it one time I had a hot dog and I used bread instead of a bun. I want some yeah. real, real struggle food. So uh Happy Shot Radio, Struggle Food. We're gonna come back with more MC Graffiti, Steven Struce, JB, and uh Nate the Great. Boom. Keep it locked. I'm back. I'm popular the man. Y'all haters corny with that Illuminati mess. Paparazzi catch my fly and my cocky fresh. I'm so reckless when I rock my Givenchy dress. I'm so possessive, so I rock his rock necklaces. My daddy Alabama, mama Louisiana. You mix that Negro with that Creole, make a Texas Bama. Sauce in my bag. Swag, swag. Ooh, yeah, baby. Oh, yeah. I, ooh, oh, yes. I like that. I did not come to play with you hoes. <laughs> I came to slay, bitch. I like cornbreads and collard greens, bitch. Oh, yes. You best to believe it. Y'all haters corny with that Illuminati mess. Paparazzi catch my fly and my cocky fresh. I'm so reckless when I rock my Givenchy dress. I'm so possessive, so I rock his rock necklaces. My daddy Alabama, mama Louisiana. You mix that Negro with that Creole, make a Texas Bama. I like my baby hand with baby hand afro. 
sauce in my bag. Swag. Body like a porn star, yeah. Uh, brain like Einstein, game like AI, stacking that money high, yeah. Girl, you know you a porn star, you should be on my team, yeah. You know we going far, yeah. And I know you feel my eye beam, staring at your ass, girl. <laughs> Damn, girl, yeah. Yeah, you know you got that money maker, shake it like a salt shaker. Ooh, you's a heartbreaker. But wait up, we gotta talk, get up, then spark it up. Then fuck, split up, get back, make up, then stack, cake up, and I'll be waiting for you while you do makeup. But but wait up, I got a card, Nate up, cause Nick just bought some shit, we bout to get faked up, yeah. Ladies in Montreal, fam de la France. Uh, shake it ass, shake it ass. Ladies in Montreal, fam de la France. Uh, just 
Montreal family, la France. Shake that ass, shake that ass. Ladies in Montreal family, la France. Yeah, wow. Loving your energy, I'm loving your style. Wow, wow, yippee-yo, yippee-yay, don't know what to say. Speechless, million miles per hour, my heart is beating. And I'm starting to think that you're not feeling me Cause I don't know what you're thinking uh, Don't understand what you're speaking uh, But it sounds kind of kinky so, so wait up, I need you to say what you wanna do later I'll pick you up later I buy the drinks, I open doors, I break you off later We keep it going after party, yeah, we all stay up We keep it going after party, yeah, we all stay up And roll up blizzard with my nizzles and we all blaze up Blaze up, blaze up, just dance, just dance Ladies in Montreal, fam, they love I woke up early in the night, cold sweat, five in the room, tight, ready to fight. My life is like I'm trapped with no way out with my wife, beefing the thugs are leaving, packing up the kids for the ride, peep. It's no secret, my society's part of minorities. That's why I write like cops abusing authority. First step in the game, and already claiming seniority. The ignorant shit that'll fuck the whole sorority. Wow for the night, ill for the day, and I don't need weed and liquor, but it's here anyways. Hey, as a young one, I was convinced to be an intelligent rebel. The up game to the next level. The Brush my shoulders. I was told the outside world is colder. Without a jacket, getting bit by cobras. With a million winner by my lonesome and fighting the evils. When I get back, man, I'ma show them I'm killing the sequel. Uh, to move forward seems to be the attention of people. They can't move with me. Niggas is bitches always bragging about some niggas' riches. And when they with you, they bragging about a nigga witches. Gears for glistening a lot of them out. Trying to witness the God for intercede and fall. Point to the circle where the tension evolves. Starts to the end, but ends where it starts. Whether it's shots from guns or shots from Glasses you fall apart when you got dollars. It don't make sense with me. Look at it close. It don't make sense to me. It's the same thing. Only way. My way. Every day. We gotta get, get paid. Yeah. You got dollars. It don't make sense uh -huh. with me. Look at it close. It don't make sense to me. Interception. We gotta get by. See the hate in the eyes. Losing the exception. You got dollars. It makes sense with me. Deep thoughts provoked by weed and a bottle of Hennessy. That's happening. Be watching these ministers. I only go to church once in the blue moon cause they perception sinister and the whole world loves to see a nigga down in his luck that's why niggas got attitudes like not giving a fuck get stuck in the future community injected disease in our families to raise the price for immunity that's foul play we all a long way from home I can't get doing to feel what I feel to go how I grown hey bro you ain't my brother my sister my mother my father my cousin my uncle my aunt my other nigga ready to hustle you back in the days would have had trouble too but now that we got kids we wouldn't look at you probably wouldn't even throw Since we got a roll with the law, have the judge throw a book you have where you got dollars. It don't make sense with me. Look at it close. It don't make sense to me. It's the same thing. Only way. My way. Every day. We gotta get paid. Yeah. You got dollars. It don't make sense with me. Look at it close. It don't make sense to me. It's deception. We gotta get by. See the hate in the eyes. Use an exception. Come on, son. I'm inviting you. I'm here to question you. Detectives don't 
even have to Nothing really happened 
happening. They made me mad. I hate myself like Stacy Dash. My mama went and bought a house next to the white folks. But that ain't bring my motherfucking cousin back to life, though. I write for the strippers, stripping for tuition, saying she I hate, though. A week later, dropped out, repeated the cycle. I know this ain't what you like, though. America the beautiful, say it with your eyes closed. I see the system is a failure. See what they did to Venezuela. Don't gotta believe me. Google the University of Chicago and see what they did to Chile. And you ain't never seen your father praying for a miracle. Cause he got traffic warrants and the judge about to sentence him. He's got a job at Pepsi, but the judge about to finish him. A man with a family, but the work would never get to him. Nightfall, kisses to his children, then he talk them in. A black family living in this Nazi style government. And Donald Trump don't stand a chance, and Bernie might be a Republican. If Hillary doing this shit, then I'm back on the mothership. Politically, we do exist, but we do not accomplish it. I give it four more years to they discover it. Imperialism in the flesh is not a fucking compliment. I sing glory, but I do not be on no common shit. Cause I am dark skinned and I do not have the confidence. The tales of the ghetto still near me though. Instead of milk, I'm putting water in my cereal. You hear me though? The critics say, what has become a Poe? But Vera Thomas still got a son on death row. Why do we hate Bill Cosby but praise Obama? He raping the whole planet, but we don't say nothing. It's white privilege. Be shy. Shit. Bars. That was incredible. Yeah, uh, that was Tef Poe, uh, Letter to Macklemore. That was a response to White Privilege 2 by Macklemore. Um, yo, I love that that whole record. Uh, so many jewels in there. When I was like... when uh, So Rosa many Cl- Jews? Jewels. Jews. Jews? Um, speaking of Jews, uh, Bernie Sanders just won New Hampshire's <laughs> <laughs> Uh But when uh, that track was... Uh, actually, Rosa Clemente, who we just mentioned earlier, she sent that, that track to us uh, at Beach Out Radio, and uh, I listened to it, I'm like, this is fucking dope and like everything he says in there I'm just I'm just like on board bar after bar when I posted it up I was like listening I was trying to find the lyrics so uh, but I couldn't find them online because the song just came out so I was like gonna put a quote like a quotable up and yeah. I just realized I was like typing the entire song so I was just like fucking just listen to the whole fucking song the whole song is a quotable yeah, yeah it's it's just so much truth in there uh, very dope and um, I th- some people I think when they uh, we were just talking about Beyonce's formation they would say like Tef Poe is that he's he's walking to walk talking to talk he's been there he's you know he's in Ferguson he's like on the ground doing this stuff um, speaking about these things all the time not just when they're you know convenient or, or trendy so I see why people would you know give give Beyonce a little bit of a side eye when she when she does that given her given her platform um, but I think that's they're they're at such different levels of this that that you know that that's why that's going to happen I, and I think that Tef Poe song is better than 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 the Beyonce song but I still think the Beyonce song has such a big impact on um, uh, on just inspiring people and just reaching a whole a whole different demographic that Tef Poe isn't gonna release. Although although we do have uh, millions of listeners on Beach Out Radio, so hopefully they've all been inspired by that uh, <laughs> by that Tef Poe. Very dope. Uh, pe- speaking of millions of listeners. Check yeah. in, I got check some ins. check-ins. You got some check-ins? I got about point. two. I got about two. Tanisha's two check-ins? On, yeah, Tanisha's oh, on man, the check-in. Oh, man, slow night. <laughs> we, got, we got a lot of listeners. Yeah, yeah. Don Fonz is on the check-in. Poet Jacobs is on the check-in. Daniel Johnson. Melissa Fleck. Taina. Gabrielle. Chris Scully. Uh, Daniel St. Patrick. Dan Watermore. Matt Murray, of course. Amanda. 
DJ Italy, Alaska, William Takespear. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. I like that. <laughs> Scout, uh, Georgie Pars- Parsons, and yeah, Triune. Nice, nice. Uh, if you want to be on the check-in, people always ask how can they be on the check-in. Just interact with us on Twitter, Twitter. or Facebook. Yeah, so at Beach Shot Radio. Yep. Um, so I guess, all right, let's go, let's get into this interview with, with uh, Kathy Sheen. We don't have, uh, let's try and get her on the line. And she did an interview this morning with Jams 96.3. And we mentioned this a little earlier. They are, for, for some reason, Jams thought it would be a good idea to interview Kathy Sheehan, the white mayor of Albany, for Black History Month, and ask her about... Black Lives Matter and police violence and what's going on with the, the Dante Ivy case. Dante Ivy, who was uh, killed by by police back in April, and uh, I think Kathy Sheen took it as. I'm not- calling her right now, by the way. All right, you can get yeah, get yeah, her, gonna, get get her, her on here. Use the use the good phone. Right. Uh, <laughs> use the bad phone. I use the landline. I use the bad landline. <laughs> I think Kathy Sheehan saw it as a good opportunity to keep pushing her her narrative uh, to kind of shout out the uh, the narrative of citizen residents, uh, especially residents of color in Albany and and different. Uh, protesters and, and activist groups um, to kind of keep stressing the point that she's you know she's on our side she's one of the good guys she's done no wrong and her or her hands are tied you know just keep pushing this narrative that the, the activists and protesters are kind of asking for too much or you know or, or we're just like all like whack job tree hugging you know communists or whatever so she did that and she got on the air and it was a very superficial I thought shallow interview uh, uh, it was Jams 96.3 so it wasn't I mean this isn't like hard hitting journalism or anything so <laughs> it's not like I went into it expecting it to be anything really eye opening um, but uh, we are going to have an opportunity to re-interview her tonight and uh, is she on the line? Oh, wait, we yep, yep we have her we have oh, we her, have her, we have her. Okay, yep, perfect. Yep, yep. So this is great uh, I've been looking forward to this all day uh, and uh, thank you for joining us uh, Kathy Sheehan I will jump right into this I know you're busy you just left a uh I think it was a button-pushing ceremony or a ribbon-cutting ceremony, one of the two, maybe both of those. I know you have a really busy schedule, and it's late, so let's just jump right into this. Uh, First question. Kathy Sheehan, uh, how do you feel about what has happened with Meek Mill in the past few months? Like his uh, his beef with Drake, Meek Mill. yeah, Meek Mill, <laughs> and uh, he's, he, he just uh, he's on house arrest now. Uh, do, what are what is your opinion on on that whole beef? It is a tragic situation. It's tragic. I'd agree, and I think Meek Mill would agree. Uh, Nicki Minaj would probably also agree. Uh, <laughs> with, with, do you need? Oh, hang on. Steven Struess wants headphones. He's miss, you're missing. This is not nearly as funny without. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> God, we'll get us up. Uh, wait. Nate. What? What? Let's put the house speaker on. We got the mayor on the phone. What do you want? Sorry, sorry. Mayor. Just, sorry, one, mayor just one second. Sorry. The house speaker isn't even going to um, play it. You're out of luck, okay, bro. Okay, sorry, Struce. <laughs> I'll laugh with you guys. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay, so, yeah, that is tragic, and uh, I just wanted to kind of get that away. I know you're an avid uh, listener of, of hip-hop, uh, but now let's let's get into the, the meat of this interview. Um, can we talk a little bit about the demands that you received from uh, Cami and Black Lives matter uh the, what what did you you know what did you get from them and uh what are what are you going to be able to do uh, related to those demands they give me this whole list of all of these amazing things and i said that i can't do those things you 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 can't do them you, you so you're saying you actually got a list that you think is amazing and uh and you 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 can't do those things they give me this whole list of all of these amazing things and i said that i can't do those things it's like you're repeating yourself okay so you can't all right so you, you can't you can't do anything I on can't their do list those things. Y- you can't 
I can't do those things. Okay. Uh, you can't do anything on their <laughs> list, but are there, uh, would you be willing to make like any concessions? Like, would you, uh, could you like maybe, uh, the Ivy family, could you like wipe out all their parking tickets and give them all handicap stickers or something? I can't do those things. Not even that. You won't even, okay. Uh, is there anything, maybe, could you give everybody in Capillary Against Mass Incarceration like McDonald's coupons or, or uh, just could you dab for us and send us a picture? <laughs> and tw- tw- would you be able to dab for us, take a picture of it and tweet it to Solange? I can't do those things. Okay, I feel like you're really not willing to cooperate with us <laughs> with us tonight. All right, well, it was, it was worth a shot, I guess. Um, is there anything that you can say that your administration is committed to doing? We are committed to take advantage of African-Americans and Latinas. Ooh, I'm sorry. Did you say you're committed to just taking... Okay, you're just going to... I feel it. like she's turning into like White Devil's Advocate. It sounds a little White Devil's you, Advocate. You <laughs> What's going on there? I don't know. We are committed to take advantage of African-Americans and Latinas. All right. I don't want to put words in her mouth, but it sounds like she just said she's committed to taking advantage of African-Americans Whoa, and Latinas. Whoa. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> what did you just say? We are committed to... We are We are committed to take advantage of African-Americans. <laughs> we must have some sort of like glitch on the phone. Whoa! I don't know, like I don't know what that here. was. <laughs> can you t- can you throw the background music on just real low, or is that? <laughs> I got it. Okay. Um, here you go, Mayor. She and some uh, some, <laughs> some background music for you. I appreciate uh, how candid you are. I guess I'm a little surprised to hear you say that. But after what happened at the State of the City, some of the things you said, I guess uh, I shouldn't be uh, surprised. Um, somebody mentioned, actually, JB. I think you mentioned at the State of the City uh, that. Uh, the mayor has has a black son. Correct. Okay. Uh, so I think a lot of people may not be aware of this, and I don't want to like kind of get into the whole politics. You know, I like I like to keep the kids out of it. Um, but I I did have one question, like lightly touching on that. Um, do you think? Uh, wh- like, what did you think when you realized that you lived in a city that has racist police and you have a son of color? Like, what were your thoughts on that? We're going to have issues. I'm sorry, can you say that again? We're going to have issues. You're going to have issues. That's probably that's probably right, because uh, as most people of color in this city will tell you, when you walk, just walking around your neighborhood like Dante Avi was, if you're black and you're at the wrong place at the wrong time or you got your hands in your pocket, uh, yeah. Did you, she just hang up on have, you? Did she hang up? Did we lose her? Can we get Kathy back? Kathy. We're going to have issues. Oh, Kathy's back. Okay. <laughs> We're going to have phone issues, too, I guess. <laughs> Um, you say we're going to have issues. Uh, we're going to have issues. Yes, I heard you. <laughs> uh, with related to racist police, but in your own estimation, how many uh, of the officers on our police force would you even say are racist? All of our officers. I'm sorry. How many? All of our officers. All of the officers. Oh wow. Okay. All, all of our officers. <laughs> what was? Excuse, what was that? <laughs> was it? Wow. I wasn't expecting that. Uh, <laughs> every single one there. Uh, no wonder. No wonder we're going to have issues. Uh, so what? What in your estimation uh mayor sheen can we do to like go about handling that situation that's not true mayor sheen i know a few officers that are not racist do you i do not i do all, not all not all of the officers that that's really a little bit um <laughs> too much mayor sheen i'm sorry i don't think you should correct the mayor i mean she's, oh, she okay, stands by okay, 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 okay she does there are four black officers so <laughs> Uh, so what uh, what can we do so uh, how can we go about handling the fact that we have so many like there's racial bias and there's racist police on the, on the force that, that is a conundrum that has existed, existed you know all the way back to um, you know generation after generation after generation yeah we, we know this has just been going on for a long time that's what we've kind of been trying to tell you the whole time at least uh, it's good to hear you at least acknowledge that uh, I guess that that plays a big part of it but if we know that this goes back generations to generations could, what, could you at 
least disarm the police? But somebody used to told me, why don't we disarm our police? So take guns and tasers away from all of our police officers, you know? I'm like, well, if you want to disarm our police, do it, right? Like What? Huh? You said if we want to disarm the police, just do it? But somebody used to told me, why don't we disarm our police? So take guns and tasers away from all of our police officers, you know? I'm like, well, if you want to disarm our police, do it, right? Like Okay. Sounds like she has a script. So can we get a... Yeah, she must be reading off of teleprompter <laughs> or something. Yeah. So, so are you saying right now that, uh, like, members of Cami or Black Lives Matter, we can physically just walk up to the police and disarm them? Is that what you want us to do in, in Cami? And- we would really like for Cami and Black Lives Matter to do nothing... What? Wait, say that again. (laughs) Do you want us to do it or what do you want us to do? We would really like for Cami and Black Lives Matter to do nothing. Nothing. Okay. Nothing. It seems like that's. Nothing. Nothing. It seems like that's. I guess we'll be doing nothing. Yeah. I mean, she, that, yeah. I, if nothing else, I appreciate her being honest. I felt like she was being disingenuous on um, Jam Six Point Three today. At least she's being honest today, yeah, telling us know. that yeah. racial bias is like a huge right, problem right, in right, the police, right, right. Uh, in the in the local Albany police, uh, and that she's uh, pretty much willing to not make any concessions. She can't do any of those. Uh, can't make any of those demands, and will not really meet any of us halfway. Uh, which is unfortunate because uh, in that earlier interview, uh, Mayor Sheen, uh, you said that you were more than willing to like work with the people in the community and the organizers. But from what we've seen, it just seems like you kind of shut down any conversation about taking any like act, like really lasting accountability measures, um, and you're against it. But uh, we do have a lot of listeners and people tuning in, so we thought uh, maybe you could just tell us where to direct our hate mail. People can email me at mayor at albanyny.gov. Okay. That's mayor at albanyny.gov. Got it. The uh, phone number here for the mayor's office is 434-5100. We have a city hall Facebook page. You can post to that. Um, We have a Twitter. So uh, there are a lot of different ways that you can uh, reach out and make your voice heard. Perfect. That was actually really informative. She still has that white devil's advocate thing going on. She still got it going on for us. She probably can't. Turn it off. I don't know. Uh, that was really informative, though. So, uh, can we just get that just the email part of that again? Uh, so, if people want to send uh, hate mail or just uh, let her know that you're dis- you're not content with the way that uh, she's dealing with the uh, the incident related to Dante Ivy. Oh, did we lose her? Did we lose her? People can email me oh. at mayor at albanyny.gov. Okay. Perfect. Uh, so you can send those emails to uh, mayor at albanyny.gov and just let the mayor know that you stand with the Ivy family. You demand accountability uh, for the People police People can office. email me at don't cut me mayor off. Kathy, Kathy, at albanyny.gov. Don't cut me off. <laughs> she's rude, man. I know. Right? What the hell? All right. That's You're a, talking. That's the second meanest thing she's done. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, and just let uh, let the mayor know that you. In all seriousness, you can email the mayor. Let uh, let the mayor know that you demand accountability uh, for the officers that killed Dante Ivy, and uh, are just you know you're not going to sit by quietly. We we need to continue to put pressure on her and uh, try and dominate or at least get, get re- retain some of the narrative that uh, that Kathy Sheen is putting out there that we are all being unreasonable by asking for uh, these people who killed uh, Dante to be held accountable or that uh, police. Uh, drastically changed uh, the way that they interact with communities of, of color in Albany. So uh, that concludes that. You got your little clappy I got, thing. I got a couple of more shout outs that uh, just came in. Oh, okay, okay, cool. Um, yep, that's one of them. That was for the shout outs. Rosemary, Rosemary Rivera. Um, we got Kiki on the, ch- um, Leanna on the check-in. Okay. 
We have 518BLK Shout out to Ada She's on the check in Oh nice nice Oh Ada uh, 518 You already said 518BLK.com yeah, Okay yeah. I love that website now Yeah that's so dope Shout out to Chef Dad 2000 He's on the, he's on the check in as well Alright Always Cool Word. cool cool uh, So don't forget the horses Masai Don't wait, forget the horses The horses of color What about it wait, Black Mars Matter What's that Gotta ask Don Fonz. Oh, he's he's talking about the horses of color that were at the rally. <laughs> oh, <laughs> they, they brought out all, it, they brought it, out all it. the black cops, and then they also brought out uh, the, the two horses of color that they had. It is a tragic situation. <laughs> it's tragic. Yes, Kathy. We I thought we hung up on her. Can we just oh hey, yeah, oh, hang oh. up on her, please. Okay. <laughs> Enough of her. <laughs> Sorry, I'll, I'll get rid of her. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> what the fuck was that? I don't know. It seemed like, it seemed like a good idea at the time. I don't know. <laughs> you know how we can fix this? Maybe maybe we can fix this with uh with halftime Super Bowl halftime trivia. Oh hey, I'm with that. I'm with that. All right, here we go. Struce, you can help with this. Okay. Uh, so the halftime show happened. We talked about it uh, briefly. Bruno Mars and Beyonce really stole the show. This was at Super Bowl Fifty. Ooh, by the way, the Roman numeral for Fifty is just the L. So this right. year they decided not to use it because the L looks like loser Super Bowl L. So they just put Fifty, just wrote Fifty out. That's hilarious. And this is like the first time they just were like, "Fuck Roman numerals. We're just fucking Fifty. So I'm curious to see it if is next a year. Tragic situation. Shut up, Kathy. Why is she? <laughs> <laughs> she like tap into our private oh, line yeah. or something. Well, you know, she's lonely after hours, and she's got no one to talk to. Because yeah. it's a tragic situation. It's tragic. <laughs> we want you to do nothing. Let us handle everything. Please, please clap. That's what I should say. Please clap. Oh, yo, I need that sound yeah, clip. I need just that please clap. Sound. Yeah, oh, the please that. clap. Yeah, but Nate, you need to get the please Word. clap followed by what? Cheer. By the cheer. Yeah. yeah. Please clap. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so uh, Super Bowl 50 that now Or should be Super Bowl L They changed it to 50 uh, The halftime show I thought was was pretty cool Despite not really caring about Coldplay But Bruno Mars is amazing Beyonce kind of shut shit down uh, And Word. I love I how fast Twitter was With all the memes uh, related to <laughs> Basically how like Chris Martin was out of place And just kind of outdone At the Yo, they He did was one, They did one that had The, uh, the Michael Jordan yeah, yeah. face on there Oh that. man yeah. that was perfect job. <laughs> I don't care though man I thought he killed it man he he, he was I, I, good. I, I it think was he just killed it. It was just when you're and he I, he killed it, but he was still outdone. Like, well, yeah. But the thing is, people people. It's funny. People are knocking him like, "Yo, this guy got outshined." Blah blah. blah. It's like they rehearsed it. He was totally cool with. Oh that. yeah, yeah. I'm sure. I mean, yeah. this dude is a world top selling artist. Like his whole yeah. camp is so top selling, and he did this crazy weird. Disco boogie hippie light show thing with the stage that was yeah. just crazy out there. Yeah, it, it was ridiculous. It was pretty much a shout out to the uh, LGBTQ. Yeah, it was, so, it was it was dope, uh, bro. It was it was dope. It man. was so dope. Oh, yeah, I don't know what I honestly don't know if citizens arm band going on. And everything. Yeah, I saw yeah. a global citizen yeah. band. There, I, I, yeah, I thought he he crushed it, and then of course you know. Beyonce and uh, Bruno Mars came out and just and murdered it. Like that was, yeah, that yeah, was insane. Yeah. They did was but, pretty cool. Yeah. You know what? I, I like the fact that he he was to a degree. I say he was clearly humble enough to just be like, you know what? Y'all are definitely way more charismatic than I can be because mm-hmm. he. I've never seen clips of anybody in Coldplay doing a real live show. Yeah. Um. 
that he was just like, all right, you know what? Y'all put on a killer show. Let me just be there. Yeah. He's a musician. He's a musician. And from what I heard, um, I've read things, uh, even like Kanye West has worked with him, and and they said he's really like reserved and he's he's not like super out there, you know? Yeah. So he's just, he's more just like this. I feel like. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. It it wasn't bad, but uh, it was definitely awkward at points where it seemed like it was a tragic situation. It's tragic. Damn it, Kathy. Uh, Especially (laughs) that it was like the end when they're all like walking the plank at the end, like all three of them, and like Chris, everyone's wearing like straight up black leather, black panther shit. Uh, And here comes Chris uh, Martin in like a white rainbow shirt. Yeah. It just seemed like, I don't know who coordinated that. See, I I thought it was dope, man. I look at that. I'm like, contrast. Yeah, I'm like, all right, bet. Like, that's that's cool. Yeah. That's true, though. There's a whole group of people that were just like, Beyonce fucking sucks. Chris Martin is where it's at. So we're just, you know, it it depends where you. Chris Martin didn't get enough time. Yeah, right. (laughs) Nah, I I think think Bruno Mars definitely murdered it, though. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm not a Bruno Mars fan at all, either, but. Yeah, he kills it. Yo, he kills it. Bruno Mars is off the hook. So good. He definitely killed it. I just don't really care for his music. So good. Did you watch? You gotta watch his last Super Bowl that he did alone uh, two Yo, years ago. Yeah. He, yeah, he murdered that shit. Yeah. Wasn't that last year? That was last he, he, year. He's not. I think it was no, last no, year. No, no, last year was Katy Perry, and the year before that was Bruno Mars. Oh, okay, okay. Dang, everything's bleeding together in my brain. All right, so let's do uh, Super Bowl halftime trivia. Just use the half hashtag yeah. halftime trivia uh, at Beach Radio. Make sure y'all tweet everything to at Solange. Oh yeah, tag Solange. T- tag your answers to at Solange Knowles. We find <laughs> <out>. Her <laughs> real Twitter is at Solange Knowles. We're bothering Solange all night for no reason. Um, and don't forget Beach Out Radio because that that's yeah, where at, we're at Beach Out Radio. Of course. Uh, all right, so the first question. Uh, this is the only Super Bowl performer to perform three separate times, okay? Um, so I'm, I have multiple choice. If you guys want to take a stab at it before I do multiple choice, that's yeah, fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so only Super Bowl performer to perform three separate times. All right, you ready for multiple choice? Yep, all right. No, 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 no. I'll, I'll take it if it's a choice. Yeah, I was going to say Madonna, too. Madonna. Okay. okay. I want to hear the choices first. Here are the choices. MJ, I don't know. Um... I think you only did it once. Justin Timberlake, Bruno Mars, Gloria Stefan, Michael Jackson, or Janet Jackson. Oh, snap. I want to say Janet. I thought I wasn't on that list. Yeah, I'm going to say Janet then. Once again, uh, the choices are Justin Timberlake, Bruno Mars, Gloria Stefan, Michael Jackson, Janet Jackson. Well, we know Bruno's done it twice, obviously. Yep. And then a third time that we know. I'm Jan. I'm on Team Janet. I'm gonna say Michael just because. It I'm might on be team, Janet. I'm on I Team Bruno. Team I'm gonna Bruno. say Janet because she definitely had her own, obviously, and then oh. I think she probably did something with. Then Michael. she had Nipplegate. Oh, yeah, she had Nipplegate. Right. She's yeah. like Gwen Stefani though. And that wasn't it. Wow, well, well, fucking out of the gate, tough <laughs> question. Yeah, right. At least for us. I mean, I guess we're not. Bruno. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm going with Bruno Mars. All right, so we got. All right, good. You all got it wrong. It's Gloria Stefan. Wow. Whoa. Three she times, like nine in a row. Because her career spans such a That's yeah, true. like oh, vast. You know, so it's funny you said Gloria Stefan. I thought Gwen Stefani. Uh, <laughs> I did too. It's worth noting that they didn't really have pop acts, big acts performing the Super Bowl halftime until 1991. Prior to that, it was just always um, marching bands and and yeah. um, what are those drill teams? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then in '91, uh, they decided to you know to have like the, the to bring in some some more well-known pop acts so um the only performer to perform three times is gloria stefan uh everyone else i mentioned uh except for janet jackson she performed once but justin timberlake was oh, twice dang. oh crap bruno, i was farthest bruno away. mars was twice um michael jackson was once and um 
Nelly performed twice. What? Weird. Oh, are you serious? Yeah, Nelly performed in 2001 yeah. and 2004. Once with uh, Kid Rock and uh, and once with P Diddy yeah, and I someone else. That Kid Rock shit in my mind. Um, so. uh, coincidentally, <laughs> I, to do. I mentioned the the marching bands. The uh, Grambling State Marching Band has actually been featured in six Super Bowls. They're just a marching band, not a like a pop. Were band. they the original band that um, was marching for the Super Bowl? Back, I don't like, know. From Super Bowl That's one question, on, I think I, they might be. They may have been because they they yeah. were doing it like they were spaced out like decades apart. You know, yeah. when they were doing it. So they they may have been, um, but six times. But they were actually in it recently too. Like sometimes they'll come and just do backup. Like when they have a band yep. form at halftime, yep. they're usually the band that does it. So uh, that was cool. No. Uh, so oh yeah. So we, I just mentioned this a little. Question two uh, at Beachout Radio hashtag uh, halftime trivia, uh, and don't forget to tag at Solange Knowles. The first two dozen Super Bowl halftime shows almost entirely featured marching bands and drill teams. What was the first major pop culture act to perform at halftime? Oh, I know this. You know this? Oh, yep. okay. Wait, I won't even say the choices yet. What do you got? Uh, Michael Jackson. Yeah, it was Michael, right? That's what I'm thinking. Michael. Michael. All right. Um, let me do. Know. Let me do the choices. Uh, the choices are Whitney Houston. New Kids on the Block, The Eagles, or Bruce Springsteen. Michael Jackson's not a choice. Oh, Bruce crap. Springsteen. Bruce Springsteen. Oh, oh. Bruce Springsteen. The choices are New Kids on the Block, Whitney Houston. I think your choices are wrong. Okay. I think Michael Jackson. I'm gonna say is New Kids original. on the Block. Okay. Whitney Houston, The Eagles, Bruce Springsteen, New Kids on the Block. Probably Bruce because that's like such an American football thing to have. I feel. Like. Yeah. Yeah. I'll yeah, I'll say if it's not Michael, it's, I'm gonna say Bruce. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna just say New Kids. Okay. Uh, you're right. Graffiti. Oh, that's right. New Kids that's on the Block. Right. New Kids oh, on the Block were the first major pop act to perform at the Super Bowl. It was 1991, and Disney took over the halftime show and. They had new kids on the block perform. They did That's step by step. Right. Give credit. Right. Tamara yeah. just told me that. Like, oh really? <laughs> oh, <laughs> she, she, just, she just said it to me. Nice. Yeah, I never would have known that. Wow. I can't believe they like started off. It's yeah. so That's crazy. Huh? Yeah. Is there anybody on Twitter knowledge? calling us stupid or anything? no? It's, that's nah, that's correct. Right. And, the, <laughs> and the following to people year, people who know this, how dumb do we sound? Right. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, the following year was uh, was MJ Michael Jackson. Oh okay. I believe. I, yeah, I think it was ninety two. Uh, so okay, here's a, here's the next question. Happy uh, chat radio. Hashtag halftime trivia. All of the following were real. Uh, are real Super Bowl halftime show themes? Themes, except and here are the choices. These are these were real Super Bowl themes, except for one. Black uh, Panther Party. <laughs> Indiana Jones. The Ooh. Blues Brothers. Ooh. September 11th tribute. Save the whales or peanuts. The comic strip peanuts. I'll read them again. All of these were real except for one. The themes of the Super Bowl halftime show. Indiana Jones. The Blues Brothers. September 11th tribute. Save the whales or peanuts. The cartoon. Which one of those oh, was shit. not an actual theme for Super Bowl halftime? Oh, damn. <laughs> I'm going to say September 11th tribute. Mm-hmm. Man. Okay. Struce, you want me to read them again, or you got it? I feel like penis is just too crazy. It had to be a thing. Like when once <laughs> died, they had to do something. So Schultz, yeah. All right, um, so I'll read them one more time. Yeah. The, these are the all of these were actual halftime show themes, except for uh, which one is it? Indiana Jones, The Blues Brothers, September 11th, Save the Whales, or Peanuts the comic? Uh, I can't um, do those things. Indiana Jones. <laughs> I can't do those things. Mayor Sheen is opting out of this one. <laughs> <laughs> what else is new? <laughs> You're right. Uh, guys, come on, come on. I say Indiana Jones. That's my okay. guess. Uh, uh, st- I'm going to just say 9-11 just because I don't remember. Right, I'm going to say uh, if you do Indiana Jones, I'll do Peanuts. Okay. <laughs> We're all just taking one. <laughs> Give me the choices one more time. <laughs> Indiana Jones, Blues Brothers, September 11th, Save the Whales, Peanuts. 
save the whales peanuts. Blues Brothers was definitely <laughs> one. Yeah, I feel like they definitely did Blues Brothers. Yeah. Right. That's my bet. And, Fuck the whales. Right. Well, you know, my, because of Miami Dolphins, even though this is not a whale, because of Miami <laughs> Dolphins, I'm going to say it was peanuts. If True was here, he'd be he'd be throwing a fit right away. Right. Dolphins are not whales. <laughs> <laughs> Start doing a lecture on porpoises or porpoise. All right. So uh, the correct answer is Save the Whales. Oh, Save the Whales shit, was yo. not a real Super Bowl halftime show theme. In 1995, they did Indiana Jones. They had a fake Indiana Jones come out and like save a white woman from a boulder and make Yay. out with her. And they were doing music <laughs> the whole time. The NFL Blues the Blues Brothers was 1997 um, where the, the, the gang was all there. Um, September 11th tribute obviously happened in 2002. It was right, right after. Right. Um, so they, they scrapped the whole thing they had planned for that and just did a September 11th tribute. And then Peanuts uh, happened in 1990. This was before uh, the new on the block came in but they did a whole Peanuts themed marching band thing oh, where everybody yeah. was wearing like the Peanuts outfits and they were all hanging out on a float uh, I watched that last night at That's like 3 in the morning <laughs> it was trippy me too weirdly <laughs> you too <laughs> alright guys uh, at Peach Radio hashtag uh, halftime trivia uh, and at Solange Knowles don't forget uh, which of the following rappers has not performed at the Super Bowl halftime show I'll know this one you think you know this okay which Probably of the not. following you said that before every single one <laughs> <laughs> which of the following rappers has not performed at the halftime show, uh, Queen Latifah, Nicki Minaj, Pitbull, Will I Am, P Diddy. Well, Will I Am definitely did. Which rapper has not so performed? Did P Diddy, Nicki Minaj, Pitfoot, Pitbull, Queen Latifah, Will I Am, P Diddy. I feel like Queen Latifah had like one of those like guest verses on some like Aerosmith song or some mm. terrible <laughs> combo, you know. Gosh, these are way harder than I thought they were. I, gonna yeah. Yeah. These I mean, are tough. Uh, There's a multiple choice, guys. Come on, yeah. one more time. One more. Read I'm the answers say, one more time. I'm thinking it's, 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 it's Queen Latifah. Which rapper has not not performed at a Super Bowl halftime show? Nicki Minaj, Pitbull, Queen Latifah, Will I Am, P Diddy. I'll say Queen Latifah too, actually. Yeah, because you know what? What's his face? Definitely did. Pitbull was in one. I'm gonna say Nikki because uh, yeah, I, I think I'm gonna anything. go with yep. I'm gonna go with Nikki actually. Okay, uh, Nikki Minaj definitely performed in 2012. She actually performed with yep. uh, Mia or MIA yep. from uh, um, England. Oh yep. man, uh, Queen Latifah also performed 1998. And interestingly nice. enough, she she didn't rap, but she she sang like it was, I think it was for the Motown one. She just like sang man. a song. Oh yeah, she did her jazz yeah, shit. Uh, Will I Am performed with Black Eyed Peas yep. and also P Diddy in 2004 performed. So if the answer is Pitbull, so what I said. Oh, the one that you said definitely. And yeah. and when I was when I was researching Man. this, I just felt like Pitbull's been involved in everything. Like right. he's the I don't yeah, know. Right. I was really surprised. I can just imagine yeah, him he, doing anything. Like, I could yeah, see him. Yeah, he could do it all. I'm I'm NASCAR. Pretty, yeah, I thought that he has at least like done one of every single sports right. event, like the major thing right. in every sports event. Yeah, 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 right. I could see him at you know soccer, I'm baseball, on top whatever. Of the world, yep. <laughs> the worst. Yeah, he, yeah, he never did. He's the worst. The worst. So I know you want me. Just by, by nature. <laughs> Give me more time. <laughs> it ain't even me, bro. Oh, who's doing it? <laughs> oh, okay. I'm uh, So uh, these these last two are also who hasn't. Okay. Um, just by nature of the the trivia, it was kind of easier to do it this way. So the following acts sang the national anthem and performed the halftime show. Not at the same time, but these are artists who have both sang the national anthem at one point and performed the halftime show. At the Super Bowl Okay Which one did not do it The choices are Beyonce Christina Aguilera The Dixie Chicks Or Diana Ross Which one of these artists Only performed One or the other Did not perform both 
I'm going to say Diana Ross. Ross. Okay. Well, one more time. The following acts sang the national anthem and performed the halftime show at different Super Bowls. Diana uh, Ross. Except for one person. Who did not do it? Was it Beyonce, Christina Aguilera, Diana Ross, or Dixie Chicks? So, Dixie Chicks. I was thinking Dixie Chicks. Cause remember, the Dixie Chicks got nixed after uh, after 9-11. Like, nobody wanted to mess with them no more after 9-11. Yeah, Dixie sure. Chicks. I'm on Team Dixie Chicks. <laughs> Said no, man, one ever. said no one ever. <laughs> you a true rebel. So we got mate. two Dixie chicks. Three. I'm sending this one out because I'm fucking up. Okay. <laughs> Diana Ross. Diana Ross. Okay. Do you want to know my logic Let's behind stop. the Dixie chicks? You don't want to sure. take a 50. Yeah. My logic behind choosing the Dixie chicks is that they generally choose a solo artist to perform the national anthem. Anthem. I've never seen a group perform the na- national anthem. Therefore, the Dixie chicks did not perform the national anthem. And Thank you. Okay. Well, the Dixie chicks actually did perform a national ah! anthem. Ah. Nate is still right because they didn't do the halftime show, but they did perform the national anthem. So you're right and wrong. It's bittersweet. So Beyonce has performed the halftime show um, eight, twice now and uh, sang the national anthem. Christina Aguilera has done both. Uh, she infamously messed up the national anthem, I believe, yeah. in 2013. Oh right, right. And, uh, and Diana Ross sang the national anthem, and she was part of the Motown tribute, which was another theme they did uh, in in the uh, mid 90s. We are committed to take advantage of African Americans and Latinas. Yeah. Thank you, Kathy Sheen. Uh, okay, so what, what did that have to do with anything? Why would she just wanted to that? remind us that she's committed to taking advantage of oh, okay. African Americans? Okay, okay. <laughs> All right, so let's just do one more of these. Uh, which which two acts? Two acts never shared the Super Bowl halftime stage together. Now we, we talked a little Ooh, earlier about how a lot of times they will put really random people together and like you know the Coldplay, Beyonce type thing. Okay, so which two acts never shared the Super Bowl halftime stage together? Was it Stevie Wonder and Kiss, Mary J. Blige and U2, Usher and Slash from Guns N' Roses, CeeLo and Madonna, or James Brown and ZZ Top? All right, so that was five choices right there. Uh, which of these two acts never shared the stage together? Uh, did Stevie Wonder and Kiss do it uh, work together? Did Mary J. Blige and U2 CeeLo work together? And, Ma- and Madonna. CeeLo and Madonna was a choice. Usher and Slash from Guns N' Roses. Usher or, and Slash. Or James Brown and ZZ Top. Which one of these duets uh, of performers never worked together? But it's kind of crazy to think that four of those acts yeah, actually happened. Say, like, yeah, right. Even though this was the Super Bowl, that would sound like the worst mix. Right? Ever. Yeah. You're, yeah. Like four of those actually happened on the same stage. At a Super Bowl So uh, well, just the last time I'll read it through Which which two acts Never shared the Super Bowl Halftime stage Was it Stevie Wonder and Kiss Mary J and U2 Usher and Slash From Guns N' Roses CeeLo and Madonna James Brown and ZZ Top Go I'm gonna say Usher and Slash Usher and Slash Okay I say the the CeeLo one CeeLo and Madonna Seems like too close That might That's like almost Could work in the real world JV quit CeeLo Madonna CeeLo Madonna Usher and Slash Usher and Slash Okay you're all wrong Cool uh, Usher Alright the, the one up, I, team. The one I made up Was Mary J. Blige and U2 They actually performed In 2001 Mary J. Blige and U2 Was in 2002 um, But Stevie Wonder oh, and Kiss crap. Shared the same stage In 1999 yeah. Like amazing. somebody booked Stevie Wonder and Kiss That's um, actually off the yo, hook he, he, Right? He <laughs> That's pretty dope that. Yeah He never, never seen it coming Usher and Slash Aww. Did it in 2011 CeeLo and Madonna 2012 um, and uh, James Brown and ZZ Top were on the same stage yeah, in 1997. Amazing. Wow, that's my mind crazy, crazy, right? Crazy. I never, yeah, crazy. yeah, that's that, amazing. It was uh, 
I, it was really fun watching these because, um, you know, for those who people who are into the halftime shows, you could just go now and watch like ten of them or whatever, and and uh, it's kind of fun to see the the people come out and just see how how much we've advanced technologically and fashion wise and insane the shows have become. Yeah, I mean, but they were even pretty amazing when, when Michael Jackson did that, and in, I think it was ninety two, it was still amazing. Yeah, I saw it was just like hell yeah, still huge. It's it yeah. in like fifteen minutes. It was massive. Uh, interesting fact: the biggest stage ever built was for the Rolling Stones. They rebuilt the tongue like their right, right. boat and it was the biggest stage ever built for the Super Bowl halftime show to this day and that was in the in the mid 90s um, so yeah like go back if you go back and watch them they're really interesting the Motown one I thought was great uh, the Motown one featured a lot of older Motown artists but also Boys to Men came out and just like crushed it yeah uh, so so good uh, but yeah it was a lot of fun like kind of researching these and I uh, thought this halftime was good and I don't know hey, here's kinda, a quick yeah, question for you guys yeah, yeah. what would you guys like to see next year oh damn like just real quick, like Kanye often, West, Kanye West, Kanye, Kanye West, Kanye West, Kanye and who though? Because you got to get like and Kanye West. <laughs> that would be so. And a Kanye West hologram. Oh shit! Oh, shit. So check it. <laughs> so you guys are listening. So check this out. Nas and Maxwell are doing a show together in Brooklyn. Oh shit! That's dope. I don't at think I'd ne- want to see that at Super the Bowl, Nets though. at the Nets Stadium. But I'm, I brought that up because I would like to see Maxwell do it, man. That, oh yeah! I don't, know, I don't know. Like, I as much as I love Maxwell, I just feel like that's not the platform for him. Even nah, if he were he were huge, it. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Rock him, Big Daddy Kane, and Coogee Rap. Yo, all on the same stage. They, we need to start hooking up these um, old school hip hop heads with some Word. fat checks, yo. So yeah, like, let's like get all them and do. What do about Run DMC? Have they ever done one? No, I don't. Oh yeah, they did. Uh, they did Walk This Way when they came out. With, oh okay, uh, okay, okay, okay. That's an obvious one. Yeah. You know. Oh, speaking of rappers who need money because they're on tough times. You guys heard happened to DMX today? Yeah. Oh yeah. Did he Fair overdose? Ocean. Was it or yeah? What? They think that he'd overdose and he was technically dead. Thank God for the first. Oh Rogers. shit! They uh, they, uh, they saved his life. In the parking lot in Yonkers. Yep, and then gave Last him Narcan to reverse right, the yeah. uh, symptoms of oh, drug wow. overdose. The overdose, yeah. Oh yeah. shit, man. So <laughs> that's oh, a perfect cool. segue yeah. into our passing out. Uh, yeah, we'll do right. the passing out thing. I want I want to give a quick <laughs> shout out to Ashley Chapel, who was disappointed because she really thought Mayor Sheen was going to be on the show. I don't know what she's talking about. Uh, <laughs> we Mayor Sheen well, that was Mayor Sheen was on the show. Now. I don't know, yeah. So, uh, but shout out to Ashley Chapel. <laughs> it's a tragic situation. It's There's, tragic. Thank you, Kathy. <laughs> Still. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to hang up on her. She won't let me hang up on her. It happens. It happens. <laughs> uh, was not, one, not the first time somebody's been disappointed with our show. So. <laughs> it will be the last. We will survive. Uh, yeah, so passing out. Uh, I'm going <laughs> to... I got her. <laughs> uh, do you guys just talk to me about it. Just go around the room. Just tell me. Tell me about either the first time or the last time or the time you passed out where you thought it was significant. I just want to hear it. Go, Graf. You got one? Well, the first time I passed out, I was like I was like 11 years old. Uh-huh. Uh, I was fighting this kid named Michael Kirksey. Peace to Michael Kirksey. He's mad big. Is he on, twi- <laughs> Wait, is he on Twitter? For the sake nah, of the story. He, he, he might be on Twitter. He might be on Facebook, something like that. How do you spell Kirksey? K-I-R-K-S-Y, I think. You shouldn't tag him. No, 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 no. Gra- no, no Graf no, don't want him. no parts of this big no, no, dude. No, no, no. no <laughs> he, he's a cool cat, man. He's a brother I grew up with. He was a real cool dude. Um, Even after we fought and he, he knocked me the fuck out, um, you know, I was still cool with him afterwards, you know. <laughs> Got him! <laughs> you know, boy, boys be boys and all that fun stuff. But yeah, we, we was like we were like eleven or something like that. We was playing basketball. It got a little too wild on the basketball court. 
I tried to pull an eyes on him, you know, throw dirt in his eyes, swing my right scoop his ass and slam. Is him? I think I found him. That's it. That's record God, he looked, time. He, he looked like Holy sex. Shit. Still, he's mad big. Yeah, I'm about to tweet so, his picture to Solange. That's peace, yo. So, so even, even back like back then, I was a real ki- little kid, and he was a big dude. And I, I tried to fight him and everything, and I tried to scoop him, and it didn't work. Instead, he just basically power bombed me and then rocked my jaw, and I somehow got up and walked away. I got halfway down the street and just KO'd for like ten minutes. <laughs> I was just knocked out. Yeah, it was terrible. <laughs> Peace to Mike Kirksey though He's a good Oh shit Love it Love it Uh, Struce Yeah I was playing baseball With my neighbor And he went inside To get some water Or something like that And I was just throwing Like the baseball up Mm -hmm. Like catching it to myself For a little bit And uh, he said something to me He was coming back out And I looked away And the ball came down And smoked me Between the eyes Yeah And knocked me out For like 10 minutes (laughs) Oh No adults present No one knows That story Oh that's hilarious It was pretty stupid it's not as glamorous as I'm sure some of the others will be. I can't tell if that's him on Twitter. Oh, okay. Different cursey. Okay. I just found him on Facebook. Uh, JB. Honestly? I never been knocked out. <laughs> Honestly? Because I'm a thug. Because I'm a thug, I've never been knocked out. But what, is, what has happened... I got so drunk one night, several nights, but I got so drunk All this one, one night in particular. I get home... And the room You know how you get really drunk And the room is spinning like crazy With your eyes closed And you're praying Like God please Oh my God please Don't let me die Don't let me die Please God It was one of those nights And the next thing I know I wake up It's like 6.30 in the morning I'm, I know I knocked out Because I was I remember praying God don't let me die And the next thing I know I woke up It was like 6 o'clock in the morning It was time for work She came through for you Yeah he hooked me up Dope dope God got my back God All got right, me. all right Yay Do you want to You got the, What do you bring in? Please clap I try Please clap <laughs> now, now, just because I said I ain't never been knocked out, don't mean that somebody got to come and try and test me either. Don't do that. To me. The show's over. Don't do that to me, uh, please. The first time I uh, passed out was I was uh, my brother and I used to run the stairs down by Orange Street to like work out at night, and we finished running the stairs. Uh, we did that for like a half hour. Those stairs are crazy for anyone who's done them. It's like super steep. So we get to the top, and we're you know we're like walking home, like briskly walking home, like our cool down was that and I got as far as uh, Larkin Washington and I was like yo I don't think I'm going to make it I just feel really weak so I was like let's just hop this bus we were in SUNY at the time or we were in college so we had bus passes and uh, the bus was the bus was coming up. The bus stopped in front of me. I, I took one step to get on the bus and just fell backwards. Just oh out shit! And uh, the bus, uh, th- I woke up. My brother's over me, like you know, yelling, like "Mick, wake up, wake up!" And uh, he he thought I was dead. The bus stayed because uh, apparently because the bus stopped for me, they can't leave if somebody's injured. They have to oh, wait. They have to wait snap. for a medic to arrive. So I woke up and I went and sat in the bus uh, shelter or whatever. Like I was, I was like catching my bearings and shit. And uh, they they called the paramedics. So the paramedics get there and there was a homeless guy also just posted up in the homeless shelter uh, in the bus shelter uh-huh. and they walked in and just started taking his vitals and shit they thought <laughs> wow they thought he was the, the one who needed medical attention yeah. but I was just like no nah, I just like I forgot to eat anything and worked situation. out it's tragic <laughs> thank you Thank you, Kathy. I appreciate it. So that, that was the first time. That was the first time I passed out. Wow. Oh shit! That was perfect. I actually have a, a really good um, story about passing out. It's like super good. But but I will precede that story by telling everybody that 
Out of all the times I've been punched in my face, I've never <laughs> been I've never been knocked out. I've never been passed out. Okay, mm-hmm. I have my tooth knocked out, but I didn't pass out. Mm. <laughs> Are you proud? Of, is everybody proud of me? I'm hey. very proud. Of you. Okay, thank you. How many times okay. have you been punched in the face? Uh, a couple, a few, <laughs> a few, few times. I was younger. Shocker. I was younger. I was younger. I wasn't. I wasn't. It was. I wasn't an adult or anything. But anyway, my pass out story is actually really funny. Well, well, I guess it wasn't funny. Anyway, I was in college. <laughs> I was in college, and I got really sick at one point, and I had the flu or something. I don't know what it was. My girlfriend at the time brings me NyQuil. I've never taken NyQuil in my life at that point. This is the first and last time I've taken NyQuil. I take NyQuil, and I go right to bed. Mm-hmm. You know, a few hours later, I wake up. I have to pee. I get up out of my bed, go into the bathroom. This is like we live in a suite, right? So there's like um, three rooms, you know, three bedrooms, you know, a bunch of dudes, and then there's like a private bathroom for the whole suite. So I get up, I go to the bathroom, take my piss, wake up on the floor. I'm like, what the fuck? So Did I you wake g- up on the floor with piss on you. No, actually, I think I finished my. Did you R. My Kelly yourself? I finished my business before waking up on the floor. I get up. I was like, oh crap! How did that happen? I get up to go back to bed. I wake up on the floor again. <laughs> so it it goes Just on. Kept and, doing it. Yeah, like two or like three times or so, and then finally my sweet mates and my roommate run out to figure out what all the thumping around is, and they're like, and they finally help me back into bed, and I'm like. Holy crap, man. So anyway, I wake up the next morning and swear I'm never going to take NyQuil again, and I haven't. <laughs> that so, was yeah, my story. I've something very similar with That's a bad ones. reaction to it. Yeah, 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 that was crazy, right? <laughs> Damn. Would yeah. you say- I've done the same thing with NyQuil before, too. Like, like I actually. never took it before. It was back when I was in Merck. We were driving down to South by Southwest, and we were in that big... The, we are in the Tree Shirts bus, right? Mm-hmm. And we're all hanging out. And there's nothing to do when you're driving to fucking Texas. It's like 20 hours. So you mm-hmm. just kind of do nothing, you know? And I was getting sick. I'm like, there's no way I'm going to get sick before we do these shows. So I got yeah. a thing of NyQuil at a truck stop. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know how much to take, because it's like a bottle in its liquid form. So I'm like, I don't know. I'm a big dude. I'll take most of it. I take I take <laughs> medicine the exact same way. Yeah. Like, I didn't use Shit. the fucking symbol thing, so yeah. I took like probably three Three quarters of the bottle. Oh damn! And then sat in the front seat of the tree shirts, boss. I'm like, this is pretty cool. And I just apparently it's called robo tripping, and you fucked the fuck up off of that shit. It's just like Word. I would just like black in and out like for hours at a time. Oh, is that really happening? Yeah, like I was sitting there in the front oh, bus, like this God. is a cool drive, and I'll wake up and we're like two states away. I'm like, what the fuck just? It, that must have been crazy. what happened to me. I was yeah. robo tripping. Yeah, dude, you just while peeing. Consciousness. It's wow. Doesn't even sound fun though. Like I was still. Oh yeah. I mean, if I knew if I could plan for it, I would have had a good time. <laughs> But like, I, I think it like, worked really well for you because you were on a long ass road trip. It's not like you needed to be at work or something. Yeah, shit. I missed a good like eighty percent of the trip. That's there. awesome. Holy you, crap. Had the, you had the best trip. So ever. this is like a legit thing. I thought I was crazy. No, that, no. Was, that was a trip, 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 trip. Yeah, it was trip, trip. By all definitions, that <laughs> oh, was. Oh damn. So yeah, yeah, check it out, kids. If you uh, want to have some fun tonight. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, I've never gone that. I've taken enough NyQuil where I was just like, boom, knocked out. But I never yeah. did a, that before. So yeah, it was crazy, man. That was the craziest thing ever. I don't. Know, mm-hmm. I can't remember another time I've actually like faded yeah, or knocked feels out. So but weird. That, it's like you. Yeah. Sure. That was so, crazy, man. Cool. Good to know. Well, uh, can let's <laughs> let's wrap this up. Uh, can we do struggle food real quickly? Sure. I just want to know what's Why something not? shameful that you've eaten that you're like you didn't have to, and if you could go back, you probably wouldn't or whatever. Like, what's the most What's the saddest meal you've ever eaten? <laughs> uh, for me, it was uh, a candied cricket. 
<laughs> on Beach Hour Radio. <laughs> on Beach Hour Radio. <laughs> yeah. That was like that was like episode four. <laughs> Three food. Probably the match I had last week. <laughs> oh <my laughs> when did this turn into Fear Factor? Yeah, we definitely <laughs> ate matches on air. We ate worms on air, and we oh, ate chocolate covered crickets yeah. on air. Word. Uh, that's funny as hell. Somebody said crackers for dinner. That's not bad at all. That's yeah. a delicacy. That's I'll delicious. Word. Uh, what, uh, what do you got? I mean, I don't really have anything. I, I, I don't really. I eat whatever. Don't matter to me. I mean, I think the probably the most embarrassing thing I've ever eaten was spending like eighty dollars on a whack ass cheeseburger in New York City. <laughs> oh, this fancy, shit. yeah, this fancy. That word. is definitely the opposite of struggle food. Yeah. But oh, good that, story. Yeah. That, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's a struggle when your eighty dollar cheeseburger <laughs> just tastes all right. It's hard. That, that's what I'm saying. It's, 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 it's so not struggle food, but it's like I would have changed that in a heartbeat. I thought I was like getting some gourmet. Like I'm gonna eat this, and no other food will ever be the same again. It was whack, man. Like, oh, I, I felt ashamed shit. of myself. I still feel ashamed of myself. There's nothing you and, can do to a hamburger. Like once you get past a certain a point. tragic situation. It was a tragic. tragic. <laughs> Listen, she. Listen, <laughs> hand. There's it nothing was, you can do was. to make a burger taste, oh you know, a hundred percent better. Or you know, like oh, no, just, man. You could do some. We wow. have a good ass burger, but it's never. No burger's ever going to be eighty dollars good. I don't know if if there was like yeah, a, there's. I don't know about if, $80. if there if there was a burger that was like sautéed in liquid acid or something like that, then maybe you know I'd have a blast. I, I would it, pay eighty dollars for some for an exotic animal, like some some animal that you really can't get get your hands like on, pelican like pelican burger, like, like people. Yeah, like people. <laughs> How about a fucking person? Let me eat a let me let me eat a person for eighty pelican, like you know I mean? like spotted owl or some oh, shit. Like yeah. Some shit you really can't get. Yeah, like is there a place over on um. That's her spotted owl. Not spotted. You know a spotted owl joint? You, 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 you know somebody. Yeah. <laughs> you talking about the exotic spot over on um? Yeah, yeah. Not Fuller yeah. Road on uh. Yeah, the, oh, the place that does the tiger burgers and yeah, shit yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. I would th- yeah, I would but, pay for that. But, but you see, all of that stuff is legal. No, in America, you ain't allowed to eat people, bro. I'm trying to eat a person. I'm trying to be the apex apex ah, president. Let me let me go out and eat a cannibal. You know what I mean? I spent eighty dollars to eat a like a cannibal burger. I'll be, oh, yeah. the, I'll be the top of the top of the food chain. I, I have I'm the class of the food chain. Shit. I, I've read reports of people who've eaten human beings, and they say it tastes like pork, like it's close to pork. I love bacon. What right? people have actually eaten human beings and reported yeah, back? On absolutely. It? I, in fact, I did a uh, I did a term paper on it in college, and um, one of the, on cannibalism, and it was there were like people who had been in survival situations that had done it, and there are also a few indigenous tribes that occasionally will ritualistically partake Whoa. in it, and uh, almost almost all of them. That it had pork Said it Yeah it's like pork just Wow pork. I respect eating a person Way more than I do Eating a A, a cow Oh more than a cow well, Yeah I mean I, <laughs> I, I, Don't get me wrong I love eating a cow But yo I think it's I think it's way more Respectful to eat a person We got mad billions Of people on this planet bro There's billions of cows too Yeah but we <laughs> but, but we keep creating them They don't have a choice That's true We do keep <laughs> <laughs> They don't have a choice We're oh just injecting them God. With nonsense They don't have any kind of choice We keep we keep making these babies And they don't give them No money to get food We don't feed them Or nothing like that oh. You know like Shit. Let's start eating some of these billionaires, bro. Ah, <laughs> they ah. eat good. I'm sure this took, tastes it took fine. two hours let's for grass to get up. weird. Let's plump mm. up the billionaires and eat them. And I'm, and I'm only two beers <laughs> in. <laughs> uh, struggle food. Uh, I mentioned earlier sazon sandwich. I've definitely had that. It's That's just like crazy. bread and sazon. Yeah, uh, man- I gotta try that. Mayonnaise sandwich is like that was like a thing growing up. I think a lot of people did that though. Like when you just didn't have anything in the house, mayonnaise really doesn't go bad that fast. And you, Shoot, if you have bread, man. but yeah, um, you put does peanut sit- butter count peanut butter on bread. Yeah. <laughs> Syrup sandwiches. Oh, syrup. I don't think I've done that, but I've heard of that. Yo, it's delicious. Syrup. Yeah, it's It's like French toast if 
your toast is broken. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. uh, I had a uh, you, you know that cream of cream of mushroom soup that you're supposed to use to make casseroles and stuff. Uh-huh. Right. You can just eat it. You can just eat it as soup, oh, and it's eat the it's, powder. No, not the powder. Like the, the actual liquid, like Campbell's. Like but Campbell's it's supposed to be used as like an ingredient in something substantial. Right, right, right. right. Uh, I've had that, and uh, and last thing, this my mother invented this. Uh, this is when you make hamburger helper, but you don't have no meat. You just call it helper helper. <laughs> yeah. And we used to eat that. And I actually love that shit, but that was some struggle oh, food shit. shit. <laughs> it was just a, it was just a powder from hamburger helper and noodles, and right? noodles, <laughs> whatever noodles you got. You know, noodles. helper helper. I, I, I do think probably then the the actual struggle one that I'm thinking of. Uh-huh. It's been a long time. It only happened a couple times when I was a child. My grandmother used to um. When we'd have chicken, she she saved the bones. You know, West Indian, my mother, my grandmother, and my mother's side of the family all from Jamaica. Okay, but she would crack open the bones and keep the marrow, and she put them in this little like oh yeah, in this little um like net ball thing, and then she just we, she makes soup out of it. So she would just marrow like soup, kind of yeah. like she would boil the water, and then she just throw some spices in it, and then she have this. Mesh ball full of just chicken marrow from chicken that we had eaten from day or two days beforehand, and she would just let it steep in the in the water for a while, and then it just tasted like this kind of dirty, spiced up chicken. It was weird, but uh, but I had that a couple times when I was a child, and then you know we started getting a little bit. A little bit, you know, more first world. Was it? You said was it good though? Was it decent? It was okay. I mean, it was it was better than some other Jamaican delicacy that I've had. You know, mm-hmm. I, I prefer it over like tongue or you know foot. Disgusting. Yo, ma- I mean, marrow's a thing though. You could go into yeah. a restaurant oh, yeah, and pay yeah, eighty dollars yeah. for, for some marrow. marrow. You yeah. could. You could get a marrow burger. Marrow burger. <laughs> yeah. I mean, oh, let me keep it really real with you. All right, I want to hear about TV struggle food. Nah, 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 nah. I never ate this shit. But struggle food. The only struggle food I know about that's really a struggle food to me. Is chitlins I don't see why Anyone oh, eats shit. that shit yeah. That is the worst thing You eating Somebody's shit sack You eating Pig's Bruh. intestines <laughs> Yeah But I mean yeah. It's it's cultural Like they, they eat they Yeah people um, love that shit they Don't they They eat intestines in, in France They eat intestines Like they eat intestines it's In disgusting. a few parts of the world In it's Jamaica disgusting. they eat Ram goat liver It's all of the stuff yeah, yeah. It's all of the insides That make a stew out of it Yeah that's what I mean liver I mean people eat liver All the time And it's yeah. basically A filter yeah. Liver is a yeah. filter It filters yeah, all I'm the shit I'm not even gonna go so far As to say it's not disgusting I'm just saying everything we fucking eat that comes from an animal for the most part is pretty disgusting like if you really think about it you it know? all serves some disgusting purpose yeah you know yeah. so I don't, I don't think that necessarily chitlins are that much more disgusting but you know it's got a cultural I see why up. it would yeah it's not that shit creeps me it's out it's not fun man. to think about wait what's your struggle food though I, uh, syrup sandwiches I really just don't have a struggle food lion ass no syrup sandwiches fam <laughs> just put some You don't, there's nothing else in the house but <laughs> a thing of syrup <laughs> and like four slices of wonder bread Left and, it, and it's all the ends, and it's all the ends, right? Oh, right, right. So you, so you put the syrup on there, you fold it in half, and you eat that shit. And you wash it down with some with some faucet water. Remember no that, cup. Remember that? No G- cup. No G- cup. <laughs> Just out your out your hands. <laughs> no hands either. Remember, remember that G. Depp song where he said that he had a cigarette for breakfast and sleep for dinner? Yeah, that was my, that was my jam. Pretty much it's the same shit. My homie used to used to use soda in his cereal, and that was the worst. Yeah. like intentionally, like that sounds. He had like, milk and he yo, would grab the soda. Yeah, when he and I was living together, he, we have like milk in the crib, and he would just take like fruit punch or nah. soda, nah. like yes. Sierra Mist, or nah. because he was just like you know he get like oh, kicks or something man. like that, or or even like fruity pebbles. And that, matter of fact, yeah, that was a big thing. He get fruity pebbles and he use Sprite, and I mean like he loved it. I tried it one time, bro. I almost I almost passed out. Wow, mm. <laughs> almost passed man. out. Sugar shock. Do we get everybody? 
Um, not me. Which oh, you're. He doesn't oh, really have a struggle. I don't really have. A, I White mean, privilege. Is, is, yeah, he's like one time exactly. my caviar was spoiled. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> guys, two days. Guys, is, is hummus a, a, a struggle food? Sometimes I, I have, have to eat my hummus without tomatoes and lettuce. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> I had to settle for the chicken ramen instead of the Oriental flavor. <laughs> I mean, peanut butter. I put peanut butter on bread. Does that count? Dude, I've had peanut butter that's and jelly for sandwich. Jelly, a week I, and a half I eat peanut butter and jelly. Is that a struggle food? <laughs> no, that's just no. an actual. That's, uh, an actual sandwich. that's what people eat. Me. Will you guys drink? <laughs> yeah, right, it's just food. Uh, will you guys? Drink? I have apples. I eat apples and oranges sometimes. Is that struggle food? No. Oh. Milk past expiration date. You guys got a. I did accidentally at one point you when I was like in if college. Your, if your milk was two days past, you wouldn't drink it. Oh, oh hell yeah, hell I drink yeah. it. I, I try not to get milk I anyway. Do. It just right. it make me shit yeah. shit all over myself. <laughs> yeah, I don't I, drink. milk. <laughs> But Yo. back in the days when I did, you bet you best believe if it's three, four, five days past the expiration. What was your, Yo, don't, what was your day though? Yeah. Yo. Just, how far would you go? How far would you go? Oh, that's a good question. Four how far days. would you go? Four I'll, days. Yeah. No, I'll tell would you. you smell it first. It's like yeah, yeah I'd smell, I go, yeah. I'll it go depends, five. Oh, it depends on how cold the refrigerator is too. Because if your true. refrigerator is mad freaking cold and things are freezing in there, you oh, you good money. Four or five days, you good. Yo, don't tell Corey, but um. Hey Corey, I made some some kind of pasta dish with cream in it, like maybe in late January, like a few weeks ago. Of like six and years ago. And that shit had an expiration date in the cream that I put in it had an expiration date in December. Oh, wow. you wilding right now? Word up! I smelled that, that shit. I tasted it. What do you want from me? Did she Taste eat it? it all right? She eat it? Yes. Yeah, She's She's right. We She's both right. ate it. I She's ate it too. She didn't get sick, right? But did you die? But did you die? No. And that's why you got cough drop <laughs> right now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Lower your immune system. I need a today. cough drop. I need a cough drop. <laughs> All right. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. I want to thank MC Graffiti for stopping by the Beach Out Radio headquarters uh, yeah. this evening. Uh, we're looking forward to your upcoming projects. Keep us posted. We'll definitely put those on the website. Uh, if you want to know more about MC Graffiti, be sure to hit up beachoutmusic.com. Click on the artist page, and you can find all his uh, social media stuff and some links to his music. And go party at McGarry's Word. on May 7th. Uh, May se- What's happening? What's May 7th? May 7th. Oh, you're, I get, well, you're married. Get married, married you're but, 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 but then uh, at, at night, we're going over to McGarry's for the after party, and everybody should come. That's what I asked oh, nice, you. Where nice, can we get nice. fucked up? Okay. Cool. Oh, yeah. It's not an open bar. You BYOB, brother. Okay, okay. But, you know, we're going to go get wild at that McGarry's. Dope, dope. All right, cool. Have a dope May show 7th. with some of my favorite artists. Uh, well, thank you for coming. Uh, my name is Masai, signing off. JB, and I'm out. Um, People can email me at mayor <laughs> at albanyny.gov. Thank you. Oh, okay. Kathy. Great. Ma- great. Mayor great. at albanyny.gov. Oh, okay. All right. Good. Thank you, Kathy Jane, uh, for calling us here in tonight. The mayor's office is 434 5100. <laughs> okay, just cut her off. Bye, Mayor Shannon. Bye, Kathy. Thank you. Thank you, thank you for being with us. Yeah, thanks. That was, she, just, she doesn't know when to quit. Like, I don't know where to go. <laughs> go home. Go home. DJ Nate the Great signing off. Go home. You can Twitter me at DJ Nate the Great. Yeah. Steve Struess at Steven Struess. Cool. I don't know my own Twitter handle. I said it wrong last week. Good night, everybody. Good night, Solange. Peace. Goodbye. Bye.
Shine.